Hello everyone and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina episode 141. I am one of your hosts, Josh 902. This is the other host of the show. DT3, hello everyone. How are we doing today? Hey guys, how are we all doing out there? Uh, third week we're using Star, so still any issues, let us know in the chat, we'll fix them. If anybody's too quiet, let us know, I'll fix them. Um... But yeah, we have a uh, first uh, half of the show will be the usual news and stuff, and the second half of the show we'll be talking about the Game Awards, which DT streamed, and I sat in with him on his stream for, but we will be talking about the stuff we saw, the stuff we're excited for, the stuff that won, I imagine, all that all that good stuff. Um, I feel like it's a slow news week this week, DT, or the last week, rather. Uh, so most of the... We might have a shorter show is what I'm getting at. Um, but yeah, uh, not too longer, a little bit more to go, man. And, and this year will be over with, and we'll be starting the next year, DT. It's kind of yeah, crazy how got, quick it uh, went. We got two, two weeks, two, two more, two more episodes this year after today. And then, uh, that'll, that'll wrap it up for 2022. I can't believe how fast I, I, I say this every year, but it's crazy how fast like each year goes by, man. It's just like time is just, I feel like we start off a year and then you know little we little do we know we're halfway through the year and then now look at this now look at us we're down down to what a couple weeks left in the year now couple weeks two weeks and like like almost three weeks but but anyway a little little less than that like christmas is two christmas is two weeks away and then exactly like three weeks almost minus a day it'll be the new year it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy how quick it's gone um if it some days I, I wake up and i'm like i was just in ohio meeting everybody and hanging out with the dt in person but really that was years ago at this point <laughs> it's so weird man it's it's nutty um so let's yeah, just go ahead and hop into it that was that was over three that was over three years ago at this point now yeah so weird so weird uh let's hop into it and get to what we've been up to the past week uh dt is it okay if i go first because mine's gonna be a real short all right sure all right so what i've been up to is midnight suns midnight suns midnight suns is all i've done really this week the past couple weeks really past couple weeks i didn't even get to watch the newest episode of tulsa king which i forgot i was supposed to do that and I didn't. Mm. Um, so I have I've, I've finished. I completed Midnight Suns, Marvel's Midnight Suns. It took me 69 hours to complete. Legit. No joke. Really did take me 69 hours. Um, nice. I was trying to do every side thing that I could possibly do. And I think I missed one side thing uh, that I needed to go back and complete. I realized last night, I was like, oh, I missed this one thing. This one mystery, I think they're called. Um, But yeah, my general thoughts on the game is that it's a great game. It's really good. I, I think if you like Marvel, even just a little bit, you will, um, you will really enjoy that game. If you haven't met some of those characters, I think it's a good introduction to some of those characters. Like... 
I haven't read a whole lot of comics, so I got to meet, uh, you know, Magic, and I didn't watch The Runaways or any of that, so I got to meet, you know, Nico for the first time, and and then there are other characters that are like classics, like Wolverine and Cap and and that, so I think it's a great introduction to meeting characters that maybe you don't really have a lot of experience with. Um, uh, overall, really enjoyed the game. All the game stuff is solid. My only issues were the performance issues, uh, but they seem to be working to fix those. So even if you're just a little bit interested in it and are a Marvel fan, hop into it. You're going to get your money's worth. It's a long game. Uh, take your time with it. Do all the side stuff. Listen to all the dialogue. There's a lot of dialogue, a lot of talking. I guarantee that you will have a really good time with that game. And it... It... To me, it's one of the surprises of this year, uh, of how good it is, so... That's my praise for the Midnight Suns. And then I, I played some Fortnite yesterday with DT on stream, so... That's all I've been up to yeah. the past weeks. Two weeks, so... Or, sorry, the last week. Uh, so, DT, I'm gonna hand it over to you. What have you been up to the past week, my friend? Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, watching more of the World Cup... <laughs> still been i've been watching every game it's almost over we only have four games total left we got tomorrow's game and then uh we have when or when yeah wednesday's game and then uh, we got the third place and final so i uh i've been enjoying these these games they've been they've been crazy man some of these have been just like what the hell mm -hmm. um and some and a lot of a lot of upsets and, and and crazy shit going on. So, uh, yeah, it's it's almost over. Um, but it's been it's been good and interesting. Uh, I've been playing Fortnite. New uh, with the new chapter out. Been you know trying to trying to grind the the, the levels and whatnot. And then you know we had a, we had a stream yesterday that that Josh and I did, like you mentioned, and that was pretty fun. Even got a good clip out of it too, which I put up on several places, you know, Instagram, TikTok. I even put it up on on a as a YouTube short. So go 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 check yeah, yeah. it out on all those places, you know, like it and, and you know, comment or whatever. Uh I watched the third episode of Willow. That was uh continues to be good. I think the third episode was my favorite one so far. That one was was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I'm curious to see where that goes. Uh, played a little bit of Overwatch 2, uh, but not a whole lot. Uh, played some Dark Tide. Uh, that game's fun, but it's fu it's funner when with the group because man, playing with random sometimes is just rough. Ugh, man, I <sighs> randoms do whatever the fuck they want. And that's they, a game where you have to kind of stick together. So the randoms run do off random. on their own. Yeah. And it's it's like, oh man. But anyway. Uh what else? Uh oh, I, I started Assassin's Creed Rogue on stream. Uh I only played it once last week. Uh it was just crazy week. Been been pretty busy and crazy and all kinds of shit going on the last couple of weeks, so I started that game, but I'm going to continue it tomorrow. Looking forward to playing more of that. Continuing our Assassin's Creed, uh, you know, 
run with all the the entire series slowly but surely making my way through the through the older ones to get to the newer ones uh i got my fourth vaccine shot uh so that kind of like put me down for a day but then that was it i'm fine now just yeah but but it was cool but it's good you know it's good getting that 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 fourth one done you know because I was looking at my vaccine card and I had a, the third one I got like over a year ago, like, like, uh, I want to say like November of, of, of 2021 last year. So crazy, crazy, but, you know, but, but, but I got that fourth one now, so I'm good to go, go, I'm, I'm, I'm boosted up. Um, play a little bit of the evil dead game. That's a game that I want to play more of, um, and I might, cause it's fun. I actually do enjoy playing that game. Mm-hmm. Might, uh, might, 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 might be playing more of that uh, here soon. But man, there's a few games I want to play more of. But it's just, oh, man, it's not enough time, dude. Not enough time in the day to do all these things. But anyway, that's kind of what I've been up to. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, we can go ahead and move into the news. I know there's not a lot, but there is some that we can just go ahead and hop right on into and get get on moving throughout this show. So let's go ahead and hit it, DT. How about it? What do we got first, my friend? So we don't have a whole lot of uh, gaming news today. Well, we do, but we're going to save the 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 main the main stuff for the second part of the show when we talk about uh you know the game awards and all that that's gonna be second half of the show its own its own thing so we're gonna definitely wait on that but we do have a couple things it's gonna be really quick they're they're both Microsoft related um so let's go ahead and talk about the first one which is that Microsoft has signed a deal to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo for ten years so they got a 10-year deal bring call of duty to nintendo um they made the same commitment to steam uh so phil spencer said that he also made a similar commitment uh to for nintendo as he did the valve so they're, they're they're getting uh they're bringing Call of Duty to both Steam and Xbox and Nintendo for the next 10 years um, following the merger of Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. And he says in, in his tweet, he says that uh, Microsoft is committed to helping bring people more, more games to people however they choose to play. Uh... Which is interesting that they don't have, uh, you know, Sony in here because they've been kind of on the anti-merger uh, front, pleading with regulators in the U.S. and the U.K. and the EU to block uh, to block the merger on anti-competitive grounds. 
Uh, Sony's argument has rested to a great degree that its fears on Microsoft could make the massively popular Call of Duty series exclusive to Xbox, giving it a competitive advantage against Sony's PlayStation console. Uh, Microsoft has denied repeatedly that it would do this, saying it would not make commercial sense. I'm pointing to the example of Minecraft, which is which it has kept available on PlayStation and other platforms since its acquisition of developer Mojang in 2014. Uh, then also, it was said that Microsoft also offered a, a deal to Sony to keep uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation for 10 years, but they have not accepted or commented on the... So Sony has not accepted or commented on the offer uh, because doing so would undermine its case with regulators. Uh, so, yeah, it's all kinds of kinds of craziness right now with... Uh, Particularly Sony and Microsoft, uh, with the with us with the so-called console wars, because uh, there's yeah they 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 got Sony got beef with with Microsoft and Microsoft is like you know every everybody can have our games for ten years let's you know let's make it happen and yeah uh, then also. On the 8th, which was last Thursday, Valve boss Gabe Newell confirmed that Microsoft had offered a legal commitment to keep Call of Duty on Steam for 10 years, but waved it away as unnecessary. Uh, instead, he went further and offered a glowing character reference for Phil Spencer and Microsoft's gaming business, saying, we trust their intentions. We think Microsoft has all the motivation they need to be on the, on the platforms and devices where Call of Duty customers want to be. Uh... Doubtless, Microsoft lawyers will, will, be, will be gleefully forwarding this endorsement from a major competitor to the FTC and other competition regulators. So this is what, this is what the Gabe Newell's full statement says. He says, we're happy that Microsoft wants to bring, wants to continue using Steam to reach customers with, all the, well, with Call of Duty when their Activision acquisition closes. Microsoft has been on Steam for a long time, and we take it as a signal that they are happy with gamers reception to that and the work we are doing our job is to keep building valuable features not only for microsoft but for steam customers and partners uh microsoft offered and even sent us a draft agreement for a long-term call of duty commitment but it wasn't necessary for us because a we're not believers in requiring a partner to have an agreement that locks them to shipping games on steam into the distant future and b phil and the games team at microsoft has have always followed through on what they told us and what they would and and they would rewind. Hold on. Phil and the game team at Microsoft have always followed through on what they told us they would do. So we trust their intentions and see. We think Microsoft has all the motivation they need to be on the platforms and devices where Call of Duty customers want to be. So there it is. It's a whole lot, lots of lots of stuff going on in the whole like you know Microsoft uh, Activision Blizzard thing and you know bunch of bunch of deals going on and you know playstation being afraid that that microsoft is going to keep play uh you know call of duty all to themselves but that's that definitely seems to not be the the, the case well they are they already are going to keep it all to themselves because they got to deal with nintendo right and they offered a deal to steam so it's not like it's it's going to be all to themselves it's 
Microsoft seems to like their big focus really truly seems to be Game Pass, right? But they don't yeah. put exclusive things on Game Pass. It's just that everybody's kind of a, seems to be afraid to compete with Game Pass. Um, it's hard like, to, right? It's 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 um everybody's like exclusivity, exclusivity, exclusivity. Like it's yeah. Call of Duty's not going to be necessarily exclusive. It's just probably going to go on Game Pass at some point in the future. And I think that's what people are really afraid of, but they don't want to say that for some reason. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 weird. It, there's not a console war unless Sony is deluded and thinks that it's a console war still. Surely they're not that dumb. I don't think Microsoft cares about a console war. I think Microsoft just cares about getting their games on Game Pass. And and Sony seems to always want to pick a fight about consoles. It's weird. It, it, it seems like to me like they're they're afraid they can't compete with game pass maybe that's what it seems to me but they it just seems like it's always like it's gonna be exclusive well it's not it's it's not gonna be exclusive like that seems to be the big argument lately or when it started was like call of duty is gonna be exclusive to xbox yeah probably in like 10 15 years maybe by that point, you should have your other own game and shooting franchise. But who knows, like where it'll be in ten years? Ten years is a long time, but it is. But uh, like, I don't, I don't know. I the other thing is like, competition is good, right? And it's it's always a little worrying when giant companies buy up other giant companies and suck them up, and you start having monopolies. So that's a little. Uh, worrying obviously with microsoft kind of buying up everything it's a little worrying uh because of you know competition makes things better and when you buy up all your competition you have a monopoly we saw it in wrestling for fucking forever right with wwe being the big thing and yeah there were small indies and but there was never anybody that can really compete i don't think there's ever still not really anybody that can compete like aew is out there they got the money but they're like I don't know. You know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like competition to me. Um so it's it's a little worrying. So I can I kind of understand both arguments on it. I just think Sony's picking the weird thing to fight about. You know, like they're talking about exclusivity. Who has more exclusivity than Sony? You know what I mean? Like like they yeah. don't put their games on PC hardly. You know, or if they do it's years later. Well, yeah, they're starting to now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, they they were like, you know, gotta gotta keep it all exclusive for sure. So it's a little, it's a little weird, and I don't have to go to bat for either company because they obviously make billions of dollars. They, they like, I don't have to defend these guys. I, I don't, I, I don't want to. I'm gonna let them fight it out in court and figure it out. You know, like, we'll 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 see how it all shakes out. How do I ultimately feel? Like. I'm okay with with Microsoft taking Activision Blizzard if they want to. Mostly, and the reason I'm okay with it, mostly it's like Microsoft has shown that they support the companies they absorb, right? They took, they bought in exile and they gave them money to to, to Wasteland 3 and make improvements and stuff in there. And they've repeatedly shown, and Phil Spencer has repeatedly shown that they're willing to to give companies that or or the the companies that they bought or or might need an influx or ca- of cash or help or you know whatever that extra help that that company might need so 
it's it's hard to say it'll be a good thing. I think it'll be a good thing if they if they take it ultimately. But they're going to have to slow down at some point because if they start taking more after that, I'd be worried even more. I mean, it still worries me a little bit now. But but like I would really be worried if they started buying much more than what they have now. They're pretty fucking huge as it is. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. I remember like when they just started like acquiring all these, you know, all these things throughout the past, you know, I don't know how many years it's been, but like, you know, like, oh, Microsoft has acquired this and this. And then I remember at one, was it at like E3 or something a couple years ago? They're like, oh, we got all these things lined up and they're going to start making games for us. And man, and in and, and, and a few years, we'll probably start seeing some of that, you know, a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff actually. But, uh, yeah. They should make a deal and put Game Pass on PlayStation. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be nuts. That, that would be nuts. That, that absolutely. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> no, not not anytime soon. Uh, okay, DT. What do we got next? All right. Well, from one Microsoft thing to another. Uh. So Phil Spencer. Uh. Was on a podcast and he was uh blasting sony for wanting to, for saying they wanted to grow by making xbox smaller uh the accusation comes from the ftc uh comes after the ftc decided to, to sue to block microsoft's takeover of activision because of a pattern of making recently acquired games like starfield exclusive uh, Sony is le- so. This is what the this is what he said during an interview with the Second Request Antitrust podcast last week. Uh, Sony is leading the dialogue around why the deal shouldn't go through to protect its dominant position on console. So the thing they grab onto is Call of Duty, uh, the largest console maker in the world, raising an objection about the one franchise that we've said will continue to ship on the platform. Uh, he also went on to contrast Xbox's strategy of bringing its games day and date to PC and Game and Game Pass with Sony's focus on keeping its latest first-party blockbusters like Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok exclusive to console for the first few years. Sony is trying to protect its dominance on the console, Spencer said. They The way they grow is by making Xbox smaller. The subtext is that Sony is lobbying hard to block the $69 billion Activision deal, not because it's bad for consumers, because it's not good for PlayStation. Microsoft has been ramping up its PR offensive as, as regulatory agencies weigh the pros and cons of absorbing the seventh largest game publisher by re- revenue to buy its way into the second place in the gaming space. The company agreed to its 10-year deal to keep uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation, as well as plans to bring the franchises back to Nintendo's platform. Uh, it urged... It argues putting the likes of Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 on the Game Pass means more player choice, not less. All while Sony continues to do everything that it accuses Microsoft of wanting to do. Uh, like paying t- to keep major ty- major games like Final Fantasy 16 off of Xbox. But, 
it all goes down to Starfield. Microsoft bought Bethesda for $7.5 billion in 2021. And months after the deal had closed, announced that sprawling RPG from Skyrim Studio would be an Xbox Series X and S console exclusive. Redfall 2. Uh, they were trying to split hairs as to why Starfield was a unique exception and why Call of Duty and other active games wouldn't fall into that same category. Unconvinced, the FTC uh, pointed to the Starfield uh, as one of its major reasons for launching an antitrust lawsuit. And because of that lawsuit, we're likely to be subject to several more months of uh, the console war from both sides. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that was the latest you know thing that that happened uh, more recently. Because the other, the one we just went was was uh, before this one. So just just more of that. Uh, so. Yeah, they're 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 going into a lawsuit. So yeah, we're probably gonna be hearing about this for 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 a little bit. Maybe we should just so get rid settled. of exclusives. Period. That seems to be what everybody's crying about. You know what? But like, and it's weird that it's Sony that's like that's like that's gonna be exclusive. Motherfucker, you was doing exclusive for a long time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, there's definitely definitely like. Like yeah. they're trying to eat off the same plate a little bit, and one of them's getting bad. So it's like whatever. I, I'm gonna let them, they can figure that shit out. <laughs> but it is like, it is a little bit like you were doing exclusives for a while, and now we're gonna start doing exclusives, and you're gonna cry over it a little bit, like for 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 a long time. So it's it's a little weird. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm not really taking sides in this fight. I'm just like, man, there's some hypocrisy here, which is what it's always going to be when you have I think billion dollar companies fighting each other. You know? Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I would love it if we just like got rid of exclusives in general. Like, if 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 this is what we get out of this, it'll be it'll be a worth hearing about all this. You know? <laughs> like, let's just do away. Put everything on Steam, please. Put, you know, put put everything. <laughs> put put any game wherever you play it where you know whenever like like let's let's come on like like just let, let's if if people are really about games and people playing them and 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 you know being able to play them wherever whenever they want then let's just yeah do away with exclusives let people buy whatever console they want or whatever they want to play on and, and just let it play games on them you know mm-hmm. so and 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 let's fix this sixty nine ninety nine price point bullshit. All right, on oh. new games because goddamn that's expensive. Which is like that's even more expensive for people in other countries too. Like it, it it's it's nuts. Uh, but yeah, that'll be uh, we'll be hearing about this till probably like June or July of next year. Like that's that's how slow this is gonna be. So buckle up for you that like to go and fight for billion dollar companies that absolutely do not need you to fight for them at all. Cause that's totally what's gonna be happening everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. That's all the gaming news we have, DT. That's for the all moment. the gaming news because yeah, we're gonna talk about the game award stuff in the second oh, half yeah. of the show. All right, let's move on. Uh, so yeah, we'll move on to the uh, 
move on to the TV news. Let's hit it. I have All right. Swapped this First over. thing we got for the TV news is we have a trailer and a poster. I for... saved this. I saved this. I didn't react to it. Yeah, I did. I I, I did because I'm like I can't. I I need I need to watch it. There there's there's no way. But the, what we're talking about is the Bad Batch season two. If you want, before we watch the trailer, you can throw up the the poster here. Yeah, let me get that poster open. Uh, check this out first. We can put that up. It's a pretty. It's, it's basic, but but I mean, you know, it's just we're you're getting to see the new look of the characters. They got the new armor color scheme and and you know the new pieces they got. I really like. Um, I actually really like the the orangish, yellowish kind of color they mm-hmm. got going on, you know, as opposed to the red where they were, you know, before it was red for the Republic and now orange. The the, the orangey kind of color is more like a oh yo, we're mercenaries kind of now deal, right? And mm-hmm. and I really like uh Hunter's like red scarf thing he's got going on there. That is that's a good look. And then yeah, I, I what I what I don't what I'm really not a fan of is Omega's new helmet. It looks kind of weird, but, but yeah, it's, it's 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 not bad. It's just I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Like I don't I don't know. But I mean, everybody's got to be geared up and armored up, so it make it makes sense for her to have a helmet that doesn't like cover her. Like it's not like a like a bucket, like like a clone bucket, you know, like covers her whole face and everything. Just give her give her a bucket to cover her head or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I mean it's it's a fine poster. It's just again, I think it's just here's Bad Bad season two. This is when it's coming out. And this is what they look like this season. Yeah. Pretty. Okay. Now, trailer time. Trailer time. Let's check it out. I've seen this already, so if you want to check out my reaction to it, uh, you can on my YouTube. Uh, it's there. See my initial thoughts on it, but let's check it out in three, two, one, play. Go, 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 go! We went over the plan five times. I got the package, didn't I? We need a pickup. Hang on. Grab the light. Hermit Crabs is pissed. So, this is the top team. The rogue clones on the run from the Empire, huh? Hello. How juicy. The Empire's growing stronger. We should be doing more. You want to really be free? Then pull off this heist, and you can have a future. Rumors are more and more clones have been questioning the order. Then they're traitors, like the Jedi. You all gave up everything because of me. We made the right choice, Omega. But there are others out there who need our help. What sort of treachery is this? Stay back! Gunji, yes! Cody seeks to establish peace and order throughout the galaxy. TK troopers are peace. cool too. 
peace was never an option. Papa Palpatine. We're soldiers. Fail. We do what needs to be done. Move. You know what makes us different? We make our own choices. What do you need, Rex? Any yeah. chance I could use you for a mission? Parents, the Bad Batch, new season, streaming January 4th, only on Disney Plus. The only thing I don't like about this trailer is at the end when he's like, Parents, streaming on January 4th. Like, I'm not, like, we're not grown ass men that are about to watch this yeah. show when it drops. Like, Dude, come on, bro. I heard that uh, and I was questioning myself. I was like, Wait, did he say parents? Yes. Bro, he come did. on. Totally did. Yeah, it's like, I. I, I don't I don't like this whole notion that because something's animated it has to be for kids or whatever. Like mm -hmm. there's plenty of adult animated shit out there. Like I get that it's on Disney Plus and it's Star Wars and 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 like you know Bad Batch is more accessible to to many people. But that that was totally unnecessary. You don't have to add that in there. We we get that this show can be for anybody. Come on, man. But anyway, I really liked the trailer. I thought it was really cool. So I'm excited for season two. Yeah. We're only cool. like 20 something days away, man. It's not, uh, what is it? let me see. Well, hold on. We're like three weeks away, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're like three weeks away. So it's, it's very, very excited. I can't wait. I am very much looking forward to this show. I'm glad my boy Gunji's back. They better not do nothing to him because I'm, I'm going I'm to riot if they do. <laughs> uh, Commander Cody, we've been wondering where he's been, you know, this, this whole time under the Empire and now. We get to see, uh, you know what he's what he's doing. Um, get to see the crew continue their their mercenary ways, and 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 that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I really like I, I enjoyed Bad Bad season one, so yeah, yeah I enjoyed, I enjoyed the first season as well. Uh, definitely so watch it. Yeah, we'll definitely watch it, and then we'll we'll do an episode on it at some time next year when it's over. Um, they did actually release the the episode schedule. If you want to check that out, I think it was sent to people uh, via email, like you know, media people. So here, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you, Josh, and then we can kind of okay kinda talk about this like like quickly. Um, so we have. The episode titles and air dates. So the show is going to end on March 29th with a two part finale. What I think is cool is that we're getting 16 episodes, right? Total. We're starting off with two episodes, mid season two episodes, and then finale two episodes. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like you get, you get two to start, then you get like what, one, two, three, four episodes, then you get. The next two together, then you get the next several after that, and then finale you get the you get the last two. So that'll be cool for sure. And then at some point, we're gonna be getting an overlap of Mandalorian. And the Bad Batch because the Mandalorian dropped on March 1st. So, starting on episode 11, we're going to be getting Bad Batch and Mando at the same time. So, that's going to be exciting. 
attempt at playing it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this season. Can't wait. We're almost there. We're almost there. Only only a few weeks away. I'm hyped. Next up in the TV news, we have the Dark Tower TV series is in the works from Haunting of Hill House, Midnight Mass creator Mike Flanagan. Uh, he's produ- his producing partner Trevor Macy and him have acquired the rights to adapt Stephen King's Dark Tower into a TV series. Um, predating our deal with Amazon, we acquired the rights to the, M- the Dark Tower. If you know anything about me, you know that it has been my holy grail of the project for most of my life. We actually have those rights carved out our Amazon deal, which doesn't mean that they can't or won't get behind it at some point. We don't know. But that's something we've been developing ourselves and are really passionate about finally getting it up on its feet at some point. Amazon previously had the rights to the Dark Tower themselves and were working on a project that only made it to the pilot phase. Those rights lapsed and Flanagan and Macy picked them up for setting their act with Amazon, which was announced December 1st. Uh... The sources say that it doesn't. So it was carved out before the Amazon deal, which doesn't mean it will end up on Prime Video, but it just means that other places have a shot at it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Flanagan says he envisions his adaptation for The Dark Tower, which is he's already written a pilot script as a five season show with two standalone feature films as follow ups. Uh, and yes, he has spoken with Stephen King himself about plans for the adaptation, which is far from the first time Hollywood has tried to bring this King work to screen. The most recent being 2017, starring the 2017 film starring Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. This happened because I sent him a very detailed outline of what I wanted to do with it, Flanagan said. And it was in response to that that he gave us the rights. A project like this, I wouldn't want to be involved in it at all if I were taking uh, if I were taking it, you know, if we were taking it in a direction that was going to be blasphemous to see the Stephen King material, but he's been very, very supportive and very excited about what we'd like to, to do with it. So, I know Josh, you're you're a you're a Dark Tower guy, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about this news with the well the Hill House and Midnight Mass dudes? And he has a five-season plan with two movie follow-ups, too. Well, the fact that he's got a plan makes me happy. Um, I haven't watched The Haunting of Hill House or uh, Midnight Mass, but I know folks that have seen it and said they were good. Um, great. The biggest thing here is something I've said for literal years, which is that it's going to be a TV series. Right? It's got to be a TV series. They've tried to do the movie thing. And tried to tell that story in a movie. It just is. It's it's you can't do it. Okay, for a lots of reasons. All right, but the fact that they're starting off with a series that they have a plan, uh, 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 four or five seasons, and then and then like a couple movies. 
Like that yeah. I can see happening. That I can see happening. Um if uh who I'd want to pick this up, I would rather show up on Amazon than I would on something like Netflix, you know, to be blunt. Uh yeah. to me Netflix is going a little bit downhill and uh they just cancel shit and I haven't really liked how they've operated. Whereas Amazon has shown that like, hey, we'll give you lots of money if it's something great, aka rings of power. Or or what they think will be great. Not that I think it's necessarily that great. Um, so, uh, we'll see. I've been burned before when it comes to Dark Tower, like, multiple times. So, it's hard for me to get excited about it. But I, I do love the Dark Tower series, and I think... I think it's something that would be up, like... Our alleys, DT, because it's like... The main character is a fucking what they call a gunslinger. All right. Like that's that's what he is. He's a gunslinger. Um, in the book, he's he's kind of described as almost like Clint Eastwood a little bit. So it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it develops. I definitely it's the closest we've come yet to, to actually getting like the Dark Tower that everybody will deserve. Uh, but we just have to wait and see. I'm in. I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess is the best yeah, way to put it. It sounds it sounds like the their his their plan or his plan has potential. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. When I first saw it, I was excited, and then I had to remember my expectations. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I need to I need to keep myself in check here. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's that's understandable. I remember hearing a lot about the movie that came out a few years ago, and it was just, yeah, I, I remember everybody saying, no, it, it, it wasn't good. So I was like, oh, I never, yeah, I never, I never watched it. But it's, it's just kind of crazy to me how you can have Idris and McConaughey and have a shit movie or whatever. Well, that's but what never, happens again, when you watch it. So I don't know. It's what happens when you just, just, you just ignore a bunch of books and just throw money at a thing like it's it's what happens you know like that dark tower was never going to work as movies it was never going to work as movies it's more of a it, it, game of thrones ty, style of like it needs to be a tv series you know like if you want to do movies after to tie up things hey that's cool we've seen that happen and be just fine but yeah, it would never work. It's just only movies. There's just too much in those books. That's important. Okay, DT, what's next? Next thing we got here is we have uh, a season two uh, casting news for The Legend of Vox Machina. Uh... Guest stars include Harry Re- Harry Winkler, Lance Reddick, and Cheech Marin, which I mean, not what I've would have ever expected to have these guys on on a show like this, but interesting, you know. Mm. Uh, so Harry Winkler, Lance Reddick, and Cheech Marin will guest star in the second season of the Dungeons and Dragons inspired adult animated series. Uh, additional guest cast for season two includes Will Friedel, Billy Boyd. Chris Summer, Alana Ubach, uh, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, Troy Baker, uh, Sindil Ramar- 
Rama Murthy and Ralph Ennison. Uh, Beds of the Vox Machina season two premieres January 2023 on Prime Video. No exact date right as of right now, but just sometime next month. Um, they re uh, Prime Video and Critical Role released a first look at the character voiced by Winkler, a gnome named Wilhand Trickfoot. There's an image of uh, the gnome he's going to be uh, voicing. Uh, obviously, the original voice cast is going to be returning. Uh, returning voice cast in season two will be Stephanie Beatriz, Indy Varma, Gina Torres, Kelly Hu, and Esme Creed Miles. So, there you have it. Little, little bit of a voice voice cast update for season two, which is set I to like drop a, very soon next month. I like how like they're like, hey, look at all these characters that are gonna be. In, look at Lance Reddick and Henry Winkler and Cheech Marin are gonna be in here. And then I look at the list. I'm like, fucking Wilfred Dell's gonna be in here. He he's a uh, he was in the fucking. He showed up as a guest star in in the original Critical Role, like the tabletop. And that's our boy. That's our boy, uh, uh, fucking Terry McGinnis, bro. Like he's gonna, he's gonna be in the, in the, in 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 this. I assume playing the character he played in the in the, uh, in the in the on the tabletop version, uh, Kashavish. So that'll be cool. He played a really cool character, so that'll be neat, man. Like respect to those other guys, but I'm like, well, for hell, bro. He's gonna be in the list. Go. And Mary Elizabeth McGlynn also, I love her. So, uh, this is gonna be it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I like season one. It was, it was pretty fun. Yeah, it's a fun show. Alrighty. Cool. Let's uh, on to the next thing then. Uh, which is that. Uh, Game of Thrones star Kit Harrington has teased Jon Snow spinoff, or has teased the Jon Snow uh, spinoff uh, series. And he says he's not okay. Uh, he made an appearance at the Game of Thrones convention in LA where he was inevitably asked about the Jon Snow sequel series. Uh, and of course, he couldn't say much about the development of the show, but he did talk about how Jon Snow ended the series. Uh, and what could be happening to him after his character killed Daenerys? Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Game of Thrones. Uh, so Harrington said at the pa at a panel at the convention that uh, I think if you asked him, he would have felt he got off lightly. At the end of the show, when he, we find him in that cell, he's praying to, to be beheaded, and he wants to be. He's done. The fact that he goes to the wall is the greatest gift and also the greatest curse. Uh, he also continued, he's got to go back up to the place with all this history and live out his life thinking about how he killed Daenerys and live out his life thinking about how Ygritte died, Ygritte died in his arms and live out his life thinking about how he hung Ollie and live out his life thinking about all this trauma and all that. That's interesting. Without talking directly about the Jon Snow spinoff, he also mentioned what state of mine his character was in at the end of Game of Thrones and indirectly teased the spinoff series. 
So I think when we leave him at the end of the show, there's always this, there's always this feeling of like, I think we wanted some kind of smile that things are okay. He's not okay, he added. Uh, earlier this year, George R. R. Martin revealed that it was Harrington, Harrington that came up with the idea of continuing Jon Snow's storyline in the new series. Uh, yes, it was Kit Harrington who brought the idea to us, Martin Rowe, in his blog back in, back in June of this year. I cannot tell you the names of writers slash showrunners since that has not been cleared for release yet, but Kit brought them into his own team and they are terrific. Uh, Martin also let loose that Snow is the working title of the spinoff series. So, uh, given how we felt about House of the Dragon and how like several of us are, are back on board the Game of Thrones train, Josh, how do you feel about the fucking Jon Snow spinoff? Because part of me is like, I part of me is like, okay, Jon Snow's a cool character. And and I think and more you know Kit Harrington's a, a cool dude like a, he seems like a great guy in real life and you know cool cool actor he's he's nice and cool and everything and all that mm-hmm. but the other part of me is like man after I don't know if I I don't know if I like like how just how interesting or how like how how invested are we gonna be into a post Game of Thrones story where we follow Jon Snow like everything that he said in this interview. Or at the panel, like you know, exploring the mind of a dude who basically lost everything and everyone. But like, just how how interested are we gonna be in seeing this? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What, I so am, what do you? What do you, what do you how are you feeling? I'm the same. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. Mostly because I like Kit, and Kit obviously cares. I remember watching the behind the scenes where he's reading the script for how the show is gonna end. Do you remember that yeah. behind the scenes? And they get uh, to the yeah. point and he does not look happy. He just looks terrible. Like he looks like I he's mean, not excited at all about how it's going to end. So Yeah, there was a there was a few of them where you just look at their faces. Like I know Emilia was kind of like, Ugh, you know, like it, it, it like looking like even at the time when the, when it was coming out, do you they would get interviewed and they they'd ask them and they're like, "Oh, best season ever." And you know, shit like that, right? And it's just like we know that they they are not happy with the way this is ending, but yeah, no, continue. I, I but I the, but mean, it's yeah. just like I have more faith in it than not because it's like Kit cares about the character. Yes. Uh, Kit is the one that wants to do this. Kit is the one that came up with the pitch. Kid is the one that's got the showrunners and recruited. He's like got, he's got his team on it, yeah. And it's a giant risk for him. So it, obviously he needs it to be a success. Um, but I think that's what would give me more hope than not. Do I want to revisit it? It's going to be a little rough. You know, it's, it, it, I, it depends on how they do it and, and, and stuff like that. But what gives you kind of hope for it is like Kit. You know, he's, he's the one that wants to do yeah. it. And he's the one that came up with the pitch and has the team. So it's like if somebody's that passionate about it and really cared about it, I'm kind of inclined to, to to give him the benefit of the doubt here. Like he wasn't calling the shots on Game of Thrones. Seems like he might get to call the shots on this a little a little bit. Um, so uh, it's a wait and see with a cautiously optimistic I'd put on there. Um, especially after I was worried about House of the Dragons originally. How was I going to feel about that? And ended up loving it. So 
We'll we'll see, man. We'll see. We will. We will indeed. We will indeed for sure. Uh, but yeah, that will do it for our TV news for the day. So if one, so if you're ready, Josh, we can move on to. Yeah, let me go ahead and swap us over. The uh, movie news. All right, we're set for movie news, my friend. All righty, well, let's go ahead and do that then. So the first thing that we have here for this is that Batman, the doom that came to Gotham, has said its voice cast. Uh, this is going to be a 1920s set adventure uh, due to come out next spring. Uh, actor David Yuntoli is going to be playing Batman. Uh, it also includes Tati, Tati Gabriel as Ky, Kylie Kane, uh, Christopher Gorham as Oliver Queen, John DiMaggio as James Gordon, Patrick Fabian as Harvey Dent, Brian George as Alfred, Jason, Jason Marsden as Dick Grayson, and a young Bruce Wayne. The film was inspired by a 2001 graphic novel by Mike Mignola, Richard Pace, and Troy Nix Nixie. Uh, it is a part of DC's Elseworlds timeline, which tells stories outside the DC universe. Sam Liu produces and co-directs with Christopher Berkeley uh, also co-directing. Uh, the film ha has a script from Jace Ritchie. Uh, in Doom that came to Gotham, explorer Bruce Wayne accidentally unleashes the ancient evil and returns to Gotham after being away for two decades. Batman battles a Lovecraftian supernatural forces and encounters allies and enemies such as Green Arrow, Ra's al Ghul, Mr. Freeze, Killer Croc, Two-Face, and James Gordon. Uh, other members of the cast include Karen Brar as Sanjay J. Uh, Tawad, uh, David Desmalshian as Grendon, Navid, uh, Nagavan as Rachel Ghoul, Emily O'Brien as Talia Al Ghoul and Martha Wayne, Tim Russ as Lucius Fox, Matthew Watterson as Jason Blood, Flash Etrigan, uh, Jeffrey Combs as Kirk Langstrom, William Sawyers as Cobblepot, uh, Gideon Adlin as Oracle, and Darren DePaul as Thomas Wayne. So, I like these. Uh, these like animated DC movies. There's a lot of them mm -hmm. that I have not seen. I got to catch up, especially like in the DC AU, you know, the animated universe that I'm just like been slacking on that. I haven't seen in a long time. Um, and these like spin off like Elseworlds ones are kind of interesting too. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm excited to see what, you know, what they do with this one. Cause it sounds interesting, you know, 1920s Batman pretty pretty cool a lot of the a lot of the characters are going to be in it sound interesting too and some of the voice cast is familiar as well um also it's going to be weird like i know in the past not uh kevin conroy didn't voice every batman in the animated verse you know but now that he's like gone it's gonna be weird like who's gonna like I i'm just wondering are we gonna have like a new batman for every project and is everybody just going to do their own take on Batman? Or are we going to find like a new Batman 
take, you know, to kind of take the, you know, not over, but you know what I mean? Like be the next guy in line. Um, I don't know. Although, it, although it might be too soon for that too. You know, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's just, it's just an, it's just a question that, that was in my mind. Like, like uh, to a lot of, to a lot of people, Kevin Conroy was and is still, you know, the Batman, right? So it's just gonna be weird, like not having him around no more. Yeah, it, it it really is gonna be uh strange. Uh, but David David's voiced Batman before. He voiced Batman last year in uh, uh Batman Soul of the Dragon. I guess I was looking at his page. I was like, because I know they had kind of uh Bruce had kind of. Uh, or sorry, Kevin. I called him Bruce, like Bruce Conroy, like an idiot. Kevin Conroy uh, had kind of semi-ish retired a little bit uh, here and there, so like he wasn't doing like everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. But... That's all I'm saying. He doesn't. He didn't do everything before, but yeah. He's so, still like the guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he will always be the one, like I know, right? And it, the one I, I don't know if anybody could ever replace that or or do what he did with that character. I, I really don't. Um, so it might be a kind of thing where they every once in a while they just have somebody else voice Batman or or or, you know, bring somebody in to do Batman. But I'll always hear uh, uh, Kevin Conroy. That's who I'll always hear, like forever, I think, because it's like just. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see. Yeah. Most of this cast sounds cool, though, like. And the in the movie John seems kind of neat. Yeah. David Smosh, yeah. yeah, Darren DePaul. Yeah. Elseworld, st- yeah. Elseworld stuff can be cool too. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Next thing we have is uh, some more DC news. Uh, Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3 is not moving forward. Uh, as DC movies hit a turning point. Uh, so. New DC studio heads James Gunn and Peter Safran are in the final stages of prepping their multi-year plan ahead of the, next week's pivotal, pivotal presentation to Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav. So this is an article from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh... But we know that with James Gunn and Peter Safran taking helm of the, you know, the whole DCU, they're going to be doing a, a cleaning, they're going to be cleaning the slate uh, with stuff. Um, um, but yeah, they're expected to meet with David Zaslav, the Warner Brothers Discovery CEO. Uh to you know, discuss their their vision and their plan um, about what they're going to be doing, but it looks like uh, Patty Jenkins's Wonder Woman three is not moving forward and is considered dead in its current incarnation. Sources say that Jenkins recently submitted her treatment, co-written with Jeff Johns, and that Gunn and Safran, as well as Warner Brothers Pictures co-chairs and CEOs Michael DeLuca. Pamela Abdi broke the news uh, to the filmmaker, telling her the project, as it stood, did not fit in with the new but still unfolding plans. Jenkins directed and co-wrote the previous two movies, starring Gal Gadot, 
and released in 2017 and 2020. No decision has been made about next steps. Uh, insiders say that DC Studios will not have an over, overburdensome financial restrictions. The studio could end up saving tens of millions of dollars by not making a third installment. Godot, according to sources, was on track for a $20 million payday for Wonder Woman 3, while Jenkins would have received $12 million. Those figures don't include any possible back-end bonuses. It's unclear how any future Wonder Woman movie and Godot's portrayal of the hero would fit into the new DC plan. In a bit of a head-scratching timing, uh, Godot tweeted out of the blue a thank you to fans Tuesday saying she was grateful to be allowed to play the heroine and role model, adding, can't wait to share the next chapter with you. Uh, it's unclear whether the actress knew the project was being uh, you know, halted or not. Uh, and the rest of the DC slate remains in flux. Uh, but we know that there's also talks of uh, them potentially shutting down Man of Steel 2 and, and, and Aquaman, you know, the Aquaman stuff with, with Jason Momoa. Uh, but these characters are supposedly supposed to still come out in other things. Uh, but there's like, they, they basically, they just, they, they need to still make all these decisions of where they're going in the future. And they've shot stuff for movies that are going to be coming out. And they're like, are we still going to include this in this movie or not? Are we going to, you know, cause who knows what characters they decide they're going to decide to keep moving forward and, and, and what they're not going to forward. Um, the whole Henry Cavill stuff is is definitely like they better not they man I swear they better not mess that up considering what you know what happened more recently with with the Black Adam um but again that was also before James Gunn and Peter Safran started formulating their plan uh. They're also saying that there's probably going to be unlikely. Uh, there's unlike there unlikely will be a sequel to Black Adam. Um, the movie only grossed three hundred eighty-five million dollars worldwide, and and insiders at the studio say the movie, which cost more than one hundred ninety million to produce, uh, two sources pegged the actual cost at two hundred thirty million, not including marketing, will be lucky to break even, considering the ancillary uh, revenue. Even if the movie does does get a minimal profit, any follow-ups, inherent rising costs dim the prospect of a sequel. Um, Momoa could emerge as a pivotal figure in new plans. According to several sources, in one scenario, the actor would likely wrap up his days as underwater hero Arthur Curry uh, with you know the next Aquaman movie which will be the final movie released that was made by the previous regime, but it will not end his involvement with DC sources saying the actor will lead another movie or franchise. The character of Lobo, a foul mouthed cigar chomping intergalactic bounty hunter has been mentioned in connection with Momoa, whether or not Momoa does play everybody's, uh, uh, you know, play the character of Lobo, uh, 
it's still conversations are still kind of early on to where gun and saffron may be focusing on um but we know that well we know that james gunn likes some of the lesser known uh you know characters in both dc and marvel and so in, in like comic books in general yeah <laughs> Um, Give me booster gold, James. Gunn. Come on, make him a megastar. I believe it. It could happen. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, however, we also have Shazam: Fury of the Gods on March seventeenth, and then Blue Beetle in August of twenty twenty-three. Uh, so yeah, they're kind of still figuring out what they want to do. They're supposed to be meeting uh, David Zaslav. Uh, I guess this week. Uh, at some point, if they haven't already. Um, one Also, one part that they're not touching is the Matt Reeves Batman universe. Um, so they're just like, you know, they're just like, you know what? The first movie did great. Keep doing what you guys are doing, I guess, is, is kind of what, they, uh, what they're saying about the, about that. Yeah, lot lots of uh lots of changes coming in DC right now, man. Lots of lots of plans and motions. Um for me personally, I would like to see a third Wonder Woman with Patty Jenkins and 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 Gal Gadot, but they need to they they probably do need to rework it. Um I wasn't the biggest fan of the second movie. I think the first movie was vastly in like on so much better than the second one. Like I, I think the second one took a huge step down. I don't know what happened with like you know right the script writing or you know whatever, but I think the second one was like vastly worse. Um so hopefully they can kind of figure stuff out here for the for the third one and, and then make it happen. Man of Steel 2, I hope it does happen. I think uh Jason Momoa, the Jason Momoa situation. Just just keep him as fucking Aquaman. Like just I think he's a good Aquaman, you know, like keep him there. I think he I think he fits the look of Lobo, but just get somebody else for Lobo, man. Like like there's enough actors to 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 get somebody else, man. Like keep him on as Aquaman, let, let them do that thing. Like, I know a lot of that stuff is a part of the old regime that used to handle DC, but you can still keep some certain aspects of it and bring them into the new fold. All, basically, all you need to do is, like, improve the future of these characters. Like, make whatever stories and whatever, you know, whatever stuff they're going to be in a part of your plan better like whatever happened before is you know like that's i think everybody everybody is going to understand that all those movies were part of the old regime and everybody who used to handle dc like that's that's still stuff from the old you know old dc so i don't think anybody's gonna put blame on the on james gunn and 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 you know saffron on 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 the, old, the stuff that we know is already coming out because a lot of their plans, we still don't know what they are. So 
we won't know what they're doing until they tell us really or until you know we find out somehow but that's yeah i mean i think lobo like i said i think you you, you just get somebody else for him um and then yeah i guess if you really want to do lobo i don't know but keep keep momo on aquaman is my opinion although he would work i think he would work as a lobo but just you already have him as aquaman but don't you know don't don't just get somebody else uh batman the batman stuff yep let 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 matt reeves and those guys keep continuing and building that that universe or that that you know batman verse up because i like it a lot and it's i think it works really well and i like yeah i want to see what the future of that uh in terms of the superman stuff and and henry cavill i know that james gunn recently was like uh being attacked on twitter about like not being a fan of uh of Henry Cavill or whatever he was accused being accused of this on Twitter and he came out and, and blasted the dude that was saying this and he also put out like a like another said something about like no he's like Superman is actually a priority and whatnot so that was more recently than that article that I just read so um yeah I, I I'm just I just really want to hear I'm really curious about what their plan is going to be going forward you know but mm-hmm. but they're still trying to figure it out too. So I just hope that that kind of includes some of the stuff we'd seen before. But just make it better, you know. Like keep elements of the of the past DC stuff, but like also do your own thing, and and just make it work, man. Like like I also heard something about them canceling a, a Batman Beyond movie. I don't know how true that is, but that was also rumored that they canceled the Batman Beyond movie and it was going to have like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really want to speak on that too much because I don't know how true that is at all. If, if at all, there's a lot of things um, out there that we're not sure if are true or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, out yeah, there yeah, lately. yeah. So, so be careful what you read on the internet guys. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of just want to wait and wait for the dust to settle. And then like, you know, we actually know what's what before we start commenting on stuff because I want to believe that James Gunn and Peter Safran are, are taking us in the, into the promised land and, 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 you know, giving us story, you know, good stories for these characters that we all love and enjoy and, and, and want to see flourish, you know, that should be flourishing. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we, uh, we'll get some answers on that soon, but, it's just it's just hard to say for right now, you know. Yeah. It, but anyway, it, I I, really speak, I spoke on my thoughts. What do you have? What do you what do you feel, Josh? Honestly, a lot of my thoughts are like the same as yours. You know, like uh, like like you were saying, there's a lot of things out there. Like I saw supposedly what the pitch was for Wonder Woman three, which I doubt is actually true. But I I I don't know. But like you gotta be careful what you believe out there. There's a lot of just bad info out there. I heard about right the, the story pitch for that, and I was like, I don't. I, no. sub- that if that's true, awful. I don't. I don't necessarily think that's true. But if that was true, yeah. No wonder they canned it. But I don't. I don't. I don't think that's true. Um, I I don't know. It's it's a hard time, right? Because they're they're they, they've got new guy new regime in charge, and it's and they're got they've got to get everything in a row. And it's kind of hard to do that when you still have some of those older things chained on you a little bit, which is a little rough. But, like, they need to figure out a way. 
like a soft reboot because I still want Cavill as Superman, right? I like Godot yeah. as as Wonder Woman. Like I didn't like that second movie that much at all, really. But I, I kind of she she fits for Wonder Woman and and a lot of a lot of young girls really look up to her. I mean, you've seen a lot of photos and 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 things like that of her meeting you know young girls that you know that character and she matters to them. Um, and I really like Momoa as Aquaman. I don't want him as Lobo. Um, I, I want him as Aquaman because that's what I've seen him in. I'm going to get fucking confused as shit if you start putting him as Lobo. So I don't know. I don't know what the right way to do it is because it's an impossible job with an impossible task, right? And it's like at some point you have to be like, who are we keeping and who are we cutting? Or, or you know, and like how much are we going to want to start new? Or do we want to keep some of what we had before? Do we want to uh you know uh do a, a a rebirth with the same actors do we uh, uh the the whole Ezra Miller thing's a whole other thing like like it's all yeah, just I, a, I... it's 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 uh it's a mess you know and you got to try to figure it out i'm glad i'm not the one having to do it i can only imagine the pressure and just everything pushing down on you to try to come up with like what are the correct steps here? We have megastars like Cavill is universally beloved. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything bad about him. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the right step is. I If it was me, I would do everything in my power to keep at least Cavill and, and uh, Momoa and, and, and if I can pull it off, Godot as, as Wonder Woman. Um, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see, man. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It's a, it's a hard job. I'm glad I'm not the one that has to do it. Because I don't know if I can figure it out. I really don't. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what they, uh, what they come up with and what their plan is going to be because I, I love DC and I want it to succeed, man. And they've kind of been always they've been kind of trailing marvel here for years now you know so they need to they, they need to you know get their shit together and and, and start being what we know they can be mm-hmm. but i think or i hope we're in the right direction now that we have these two guys in charge of decision making And yeah. James Gunn, Booster Gold movie. <laughs> Just putting that out there. It'll it'll probably happen. I I I think eventually. You know, like 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 I said, we know James Gunn is a fan of these like lesser, you know, more obscure kind of characters. Not to say that Booster Gold is, but like you know. I, I think he definitely ain't as well known as the big ones. <laughs> you know, he's not as well known yeah. as the big ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we can move on to other DC news, which is that we have a first look at the next movie in uh, the Walking Phoenix Joker uh, saga story. And that is uh, Todd Phillips revealed their first look at Joker Folly Do as sequel as the sequel begins production. So he put up a picture on our on Instagram on his Instagram, 
and uh, it's the picture of what looks like uh, him getting, uh, you know, like getting a shave. Quite simple. That's uh, day one of their uh, of them shooting that, and this was two days ago. So, yeah, not not really anything too huge or crazy, but. It's like wow, this is real. They're 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 doing it. You know? There it is. Uh, <clears throat> the last thing that I have here for today is uh, we have news about. Netflix is my hero academia live action movie. And that is that they've added Obi-Wan Kenobi writer Joby Harold to write this one up. Um this is an article from Variety. Uh Netflix has landed the highly anticipated live action film adaptation of My Hero Academia from from producer Legendary Entertainment. Uh Announcement of Japanese filmmaker Shinsuke Sato uh, from Alice in Borderland would direct and executive produce the project, which marks his first English language debut. Sato will direct from his uh, from a screenplay by Joby Harold, who did Obi Wan Kenobi and Army of the Dead, adapted from the globally acclaimed manga property My Hero Academia, uh, written and illustrated by Kohei uh, uh, Horiki. Horikoshi, uh, one of the most popular manga titles in the world with over 65 million copies in circulation. And obviously, we know how big the anime is as well. Um, for those of you who don't know what My Hero Academia is, it follows Superboy, superhero fanboy Izuku Midoriya, a.k.a. Deku, who was born without a quirk, which is a type of exceptional ability that 80% of Earth's population has manifested, therefore crushing his dream of going to UA High School, the most prestigious hero training academy, becoming the next All Might, or the greatest hero the world has ever known. But after a chance encounter with All Might himself, Midoriya vows to work as hard as he can, quirk or no quirk, become a symbol of peace and a beacon of hope for the world. Um, Harold is, a, is, is a obviously known for doing big uh big time projects i mentioned the obi-wan kenobi and army of the dead but he also did edge of tomorrow john wick chapter three parabellum amongst other things he's also going to be uh uh credited for transformers rise of the beasts and the story for the flash movie um so yeah that is the news on that i hope that's good because i like my i like mha i think i think it's i'm behind on on the on the anime but uh i uh i i like the first few seasons so i gotta i gotta catch up and check out the rest of it but um i never even yeah, tried hopefully it. it's good i haven't even seen it it's pretty Always cool it's i good. think the 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think the main character has like the the anime like crybaby syndrome, where he's like you're like crying all the time, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, you know how like some of the main anime main characters do. Like he's always crying, dude. And I get that he's supposed to be like a teenager or whatever, but I'm like, man, this kid cries like all the damn time. But regardless of that, I think it's still a fun, cool anime. Uh, one of the one of the like better ones in like you know the past like ten years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh. But anyway, that'll do it for our news for the day. That's our TV or our movie, TV, and gaming news for the day. Bit of a shorter one today, but there just isn't a lot of news right now. It's kind of slow, which makes sense. We're we're headed towards the end of the year, so there's not going to be a whole lot out there. But we're going to have, uh, I think, a little bit to talk about for the Game Awards section of the show. So yeah. uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about and recap and, and, and share our thoughts on everything that happened at the Game Awards 2022. Like I said, we're going to be talking about the, uh, you know, the winners and the reveals and announcements. So come back after this break and we will talk about all that good stuff so see you in a bit guys for that conversation we'll be right back after this guys hello everyone and we are back from our break hope you took a nice little break yourselves um we're gonna get into the second half of our show which is we're gonna be talking about the game awards Yes, sir. Let's so do it, we, eh? <laughs> we, I streamed it. Josh watched them with me, so we watched them live. We have a couple of reactions to certain things up on my YouTube channel. You guys can go check that out. We didn't, I didn't clip out everything because you know there was a lot of stuff. But see our reactions to some stuff that I did put up. Um, if you want to check that out, um. Apart from that, let's just get into it. So the first thing that we should do, do you want to talk about the winners first or do you want to talk about the, well, actually we, we should do the winners stuff first and then yeah, we'll let's do the winners first. We'll talk about the winners and, 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 and all that stuff. And then we'll move on to the announcements and, and, and the new things that we saw. So the full list of the winners. So. Do you want to start off at the top and with the with the game of the year, or do you want to go to the bottom and start off with some of the other stuff first? Let's let's start at the bottom and work our way up. That's more fun because that then we can spend time on the, on the game of the year thing at the end. Okay. So. All right. So. First things first. There's a lot of there's a lot of categories, a lot lot a lot of awards to be won. Um, some of them they did on the main stage, some of them they did on you know off to the side. But we're gonna start off with best adaptation. Uh, celebrating game inspired projects across entertainment, including TV, movies, comics, and more. So we had, uh, Uncharted. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, 
Cuphead show, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, and Arcane League of Legends. And to me, I always, I, I, I always knew that one of these was going to be the winner, but I hoped for another one. I, my heart wanted Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, but I, my brain was like, Arcane is going to win because everybody and they mom was talking about this show. It got even people who weren't League of Legends fans to watch the show. And everybody who has seen it, from what I've heard, has said that this is a really great show and it's really good. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you like League or not or whatever. But, yeah, I uh, I still need to check it out because I haven't seen it myself. But of these options, I have, I personally had seen uh, Cyberpunk Edgerunners. I saw the first season of the Cuphead show. I haven't seen the second. I saw the first Sonic of the Hedgehog when we've been out the second. And then I watched Uncharted, but Uncharted was just, nah. So for me, it was always going to be Arcane, but I wanted Cyberpunk to win because Cyberpunk has my heart. It's really good. I loved it. Uh, but yeah, but like I said, I need to watch Arcane because I hear it's great. So it was never any doubt in my mind that that was going to win. So congrats to them over there. Uh, for that win. Any any thoughts on that one, Josh? No, I hadn't seen... um, I hadn't seen any of those. Uh, I hadn't seen any of it. I haven't seen anything that was dominated there. So it was like... Well, the ones I've heard talked about the most were like the Cyberpunk show and Arcane show, so I was like, it'll probably be one of those two, um, and it and it and it were, so. Indeed. I need and to check out. I need to check out like everything in that category, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. They're 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 all they're all they're all pretty solid for the most part. I feel like. I haven't seen Sonic Sonic Two, but um, the first one was actually a uh, pretty, pretty decent. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check out. I gotta check out that, that second one. Um, moving on to the next award, which is most anticipated game. Recognizing an announced game that has demonstrated demonstrably, uh. Illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. We have Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, and Starfield. Along with the winner, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, yeah, this one makes a lot of sense to me that Legend of Zelda was going to win. I, I think I, I had said this one. I had this one as my choice and the one that I want that I thought was going to win when we did, you know, last week when we talked about we're expecting. Mm. So, yeah, makes makes total sense to me. This one would be the winner. Um for you personally, is that is that your most anticipated? Like is that the one you're looking forward to or what from else? These, for, from, from these from these from from these options, I would say probably, yeah. Like Final Fantasy 16 looks cool, but like, I've never played any Final Fantasy, any of the Final Fantasy games apart from 14, which I don't really count because that's more of a you know like MMO instead of like a 
like an actual like story game, you know, single player kind of experience. So, so I want to play seven, but I don't even own it yet. So, you know, I was going to get it on PS4, but then I was like, oh, they're bringing it on PS5, but I don't even have a PS5. And then they brought it to Steam. So I'm like, oh, I'll just get it on Steam and I haven't gotten it yet. So I'll have to get it eventually. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, it does look cool though, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I haven't, I haven't played any of the Final Fantasy games really. So I'm like, kind of, it looks cool, but that's not like up there for me. Hogwarts Legacy, not a big Harry Potter guy, but that game looks kind of, looks like it could be fun, has potential. Um, never mind the, the, the controversy behind it with, uh, you know, uh, that one lady's name that I'm blanking out on that. That is a transphobe that everybody doesn't like. Um, I I remember her name to be honest. Like, you know, okay, I, mean, I know it, but I'm not all, gonna tell it to you because I don't think she we, should be mentioned. We all know, we all know who I'm talking about. We know who anyway. she is. Yeah, Resident <laughs> Evil Four. I looks fantastic. Resident Evil Four is one of my favorite Resident Evil games, but I've already played it, so it's kind of like. As much as I think it looks awesome, will I buy the game? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if I want to replay it in that way. But like I've I've played the shit out of that game on GameCube and PS2 back in the day, you know? Starfield. Starfield I'm looking forward to, but at the same time, like everything we've kind of seen from it is kind of like I don't want to say boring, but it's like here's the devs and, and Ted Hot fucking todd howard talking about you know some random shit and they're like oh here's you know we're gonna have over a thousand planets for you to explore and i'm like okay but i don't how many of them nowadays me now yeah (laughs) me nowadays when they're like this game is gonna be huge and it's gonna have so much stuff for you to explore i'm like oh nice great (laughs) like 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 I think it's cool that you're gonna have all these options, but I don't. I just I don't want big games anymore, dude. Like, I just want a game. I just want to play a game, and like explore it, and 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 look at all the look at things, you know, and 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 see the detail and and the world that they've built and all that stuff. But after a certain point, I want to move on to the next thing, you know. I don't want to have to spend forever on a game that no matter how much fun I'm having in at some point, you're like, we got to wrap this up. Right. Like eventually. Cause I just, I just, I can't younger me would have, would love that shit, you know, like spending forever in a game, you know, like, but now I'm just like, nah, dude, I just long, super huge, massive games like that. Don't really get me that excited anymore. Cause I'm just like, that sounds cool, but I want to move on to the next thing. So out of these, Yes, probably Zelda is the one I'm looking forward to the most. I got you. I would say. Anyway, how about yourself? Uh, probably Final Fantasy 16 out of those. Like, I like it. Just looks beautiful what they've shown. Um, obviously I want to see more, and I'm kind of like with you on Starfield. Like I'm looking forward to it, but, but it's, <laughs> it's gonna sound shitty. But like everything they've shown is just. It is boring. It's them sitting there talking. That's not what I want when you're hyping up a game. Do I want to sit there and watch Todd Howard be like, we're going to be doing this and doing that? 
Fucking show me what you got, dog. Don't fucking tell me about what you got. Like, show me a long vertical slice of what you got. Otherwise, I, I don't... Uh, a lot of talk. I, uh, put up or shut up, my man. You know? So, like, it's hard to be like, this is my most anticipated shit. It's not when you've barely shown me anything of it. Um, I'm not a big Zelda guy. I, I have Breath of the Wild. It's on my list to play, along with a billion other things. Um, four, I've, I've, you know, I've played four before. And it is, it's, it's, I feel like it's cheating that it's on this list, to be honest, because it's like, well, this game's already been out before, even though this is like a remake. But it's like, yeah, it that's feels why a little like of, it took up a slot of yeah. something else that could have been on there, you know? That's like, why I said what I said, because like, it's, it, it's a great game, but I've already played it. Like, it's just, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, we know what we know what it's going to be because we played it already. It just mm -hmm. the, the difference is that it's going to look amazing. That's all, you know. And I, I'm not a big Potter fan. I am interested in Hogwarts Legacy, but, the, you know, that playing that comes with a whole list of, of deals, you know. So, yeah, uh, really, Final Fantasy 16 is, is really like the thing that I'm like super interested in. So, yeah, that's 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 my deal. And really, probably any of those could have won that award, I feel like, because a lot of those games are hyped and excited, anticipated by just so many different people, you know, like. Yeah. Um, right. The next few categories we're going to skip because I don't really care. I I we 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 talked about this last week too before we before like it's the esports and the 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 fucking content creator of the year stuff I don't it makes me it makes me wonder they didn't even show any of these guys on stage and I know a lot of the esports folks on Twitter or around the internet I should say not just on Twitter we're kind of like why you even have us on there if you're not gonna have us on stage like and it, and it kind of begs the question. Most of us that watch don't give a fuck about esports, so why do you even have an award for them? So just cut it out completely. I know that sounds really shitty, but it's yeah, if you're not going to have them on stage at the very least, why do you even have? I'm kind of the same mind. Why do you have a category for them? Like you know, if they're not going to give them the award on stage or anything like that. So I don't know. It, it just seems weird. Uh, so I don't know why you have awards for all that. Imagine all the time you could save. Uh, there. Yeah. That's coming from somebody that's not an esports guy. So like, or you know, remove some of these and make them other awards that we actually do care about and do matter. You know, mm -hmm. like like quit having so many for all this shit that doesn't like who cares, dude. Like best esports coach. I mean, who gives a fuck about that? I'm sorry. Like respect to you. I'm sure that's a hard job, but like, I don't particularly care. You know, and I feel like the vast majority of people that watch the show doesn't care. You know, like it's not a. The Game Awards isn't an eSport event, you know, where where you guys are gods. You're just the average people to me um, that are good at video games. So it might sound a little it might sound a little harsh, a little shitty. I'm sorry, but it's facts, dog. Like. <laughs> anyway. So we're going to skip that and move on to the best multiplayer game, which we had. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, and the winner, Splatoon 3. This one kind of surprised me because I thought Modern Warfare 2 was going to take it. I thought it was too. But, I, uh... I didn't really have a favorite because, like, you know, whatever. 
but I thought Modern Warfare 2 was going to take it for sure. Yeah. You know? I haven't even heard, barely heard anybody even talk about Splatoon, but I'm not in that world, you know? Um, Call of Duty is just so huge, you know? Like, yeah. I'm surprised. I, I, th- I thought they were going to take it, but hey, man, Spl- Splatoon community is pretty, uh, pretty, uh, what's the word? They're pretty committed and, and, and dedicated, and, and like, they're about it, you know? So. Hey, props to them. Yeah. Also, no, Mosh. I don't know who any of these guys are, so no. I don't either. <laughs> you know, like, 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 and anybody could say these names. I'm like, who? Yeah. I have no idea. And that's no disrespect to them because I, I literally do not know who they are. Like, I'm not in I'm that just, world. You know? I'm not I just, in that. Yeah, I don't, no, I just, I don't e-sports watch world. esports, so I don't know who they are. <laughs> and who could forget this guy? Like, I <laughs> no idea, dude. Uh, anyway, best sim slash strategy game. Uh, best game focused on real time or turn based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. So we had Victoria Three, Two Point Campus, Dune Spice Wars, Total War, Warhammer Three, and the winner, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Which I did not. I don't know if I saw this one winning, but I, I'm not. It's not like out of the blue. I like. It's not like I couldn't have seen this one coming. You know, I. I really thought Total War Warhammer 3 was going to take it. Uh, I thought because so too, especially after what you were saying the about mega it, like campaign. how it connects the, all three of the games, you know? Yeah, now that they have like the, the mega campaign that you can do co-op, multiplayer with your friends, and, and all that stuff too. But I guess Mario plus Rabbids really is that good. Huh? Like, it, it's yeah, kind of crazy. Apparently. I've heard nothing but good things about those games, which is cool. Uh... But yeah, and then you were you were saying that like Dune Spice Wars isn't even like yeah, it's early access, yet, right? I I don't even think it should be on here. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it should be on here either. I don't think early access games should be nominated for anything. Really, I don't either. Like, wait for the game to be out and then nominate it. Like, don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that one. But anyway, yeah. So while I while I didn't have this one winning, it's not out of the blue. I think like out of all the options here. I would have probably put that one second, you know, Mario and yeah. Rabbids. Like after Warhammer, I probably would have put it second. So not too big of a shocker. Uh, best sports slash racing game. Uh, for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. F1 2022, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Ollie Ollie World, and the winner, Gran Turismo 7. I had this one winning because even though I don't play those games, I know a lot of people like them and, and they're... Like it just made sense, you know, for this one to be the one to win. So mm. it, it just, yeah, I know the way they know they look great and everything too. So yeah, not a shocker really. Makes sense to me. This one would win. Yeah, everything um, saying that one. <laughs> best family game for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. So. Platoon 3, Nintendo Switch Sports, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, and Kirby in the Forgotten Land, which is the winner. I, my heart wanted Lego Star Wars, and I really thought they would win this one, but somehow Kirby and Nintendo were like, we out here, and, and they, they got this one. 
Was I don't Kirby know how, really man. I guess. I don't remember. I don't remember, I, I don't I remember hearing about it. like that much about it, bro. Like I know it came out and people were liking it, and you know, whatever. But I don't know, I don't know man. Apparently, apparently it was that good enough. Yeah. Apparently, Kirby sucking up cars and turning into them was <laughs> well all was all it took was Kirby sucking for thirty years was for it to finally get an award or something, right? Well, even Mr. Bowser was like, oh, all it took was big mouth mode or some shit like that on stage. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, anyway. well, I mean, props to them. Props to them. Congrats hey, yeah. to them. I want, I want, a, I want a Lego Star Wars, but, but congrats to them. Uh, yeah. All right. Best, uh, Best fighting games. So we have DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All Star Battle R, The King of Fighters 15, Sifu, and the winner, Multiverses. Multiverses took it. I think I had this one winning. So I, I think I called it on this one. I, yeah. me- I remember you picking that one. I yeah, just picked makes, something makes randomly, sense. I think. I think yeah, I picked DNF Duel. Makes sense Duel. because of, for <laughs> me, it was just how popular Multiverses got, you know? Like, yeah. uh, like a lot of people were playing it and, and a lot of like, I know they had like, you know, it was pretty big in the fighting scene, you know, so made sense for me that one. So I went with that one and it ended up winning, you know, so congrats to them. Thumbs up. Uh, best RPG for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. So we have uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Triangle Strategy, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I think I still want to play that at some point. Live Live a Live or Live Alive? I don't know how you say that. Live a Live, know, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, and the winner, Elden Ring. Uh, uh, yeah, I think out of all of these, yeah, Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring probably deserved it, I think. Elden Ring. Yeah, I, even, I don't even know what I hadn't even heard of Live a Live or, or whatever, however you say that. I so, didn't even really play yeah. any of those others. I only played Arceus for like a hot second, and that was more like felt like an experiment for the next Pokemon game, which just came out. So, <laughs> you know. And Triangle Strategy was fun, but I, I messed with that a little bit, but not much. Elden Ring got its hooks into me pretty hard, so. You know. Moving on from that, we have best action and adventure game. For the best action slash adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. So we got Tunic, Stray, Horizon Forbidden West, A Plague Tale Requiem, and the winner, God of War, Ragnarok. Which, of course, God of War won, but I feel like they could have given one of this one to like maybe Plague Tale or Horizon. Because those two games were good. But man, they struggled on this night. So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to God of War 1. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I haven't played it. I, dude, I want to play that game so bad, but I don't have a PS5, so. I'm going to have to wait. Best action game. If you got nothing to add on to that one, Josh. I don't really, because I haven't played any of that other stuff. All right. Best action game for the best game in action genre focused primarily on combat. So we got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, Sifu, Neon White, 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and the winner, Bayonetta 3, which I was kind of surprised that Bayonetta 3 won, because I haven't really heard anything about Bayonetta 3 other than the whole, like, scandal with the voice actresses and stuff. Yeah. I heard it wasn't and that then, like, good, to be honest. And then, yeah, like the, like, like, the game came out, and I didn't hear anything about it, so... I like, know, I'm I feel surprised like that it ended up winning. I feel like out of this category, and probably more than any others... The one that shouldn't have won one, and any of the others probably could have took it. Really. And really, like, because everybody talked about Sifu. Everybody's talked about Call of Duty. Yeah. And, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is fucking awesome. So, I don't know why Bayonetta 3 won. Like, no one's talked about it. I heard it wasn't that great, because it's just on the Switch. And the Switch, i just be honest, runs like booty. So. I don't even know, Majid. I don't even know when that game came out. Like I said, all I remember is the whole voice actress, you know, dilemma, uh, like drama that was going on. Uh, but apparently, it came out on October twenty eighth. So, you know, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I all I know is I didn't really hear anything about it, but somehow it won. So good, good for them, I guess. Uh, next up we have. Innovation in accessibility, recognizing uh, software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. So we have As Dusk Falls, Returnal, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part 1, The Quarry, and the winner, God of War Ragnarok, which I I I I thought that maybe Last of Us Part One was gonna take it, mm-hmm. but hey, God of War Ragnarok winning another one, adding on to their big night, you know. Yeah, I think we even talked about their accessibility coming to that game in a in a podcast episode, like the way we had an article on it. Yeah, we talked about. I think it a we don't know where. That's for sure. Yeah. So that was cool. Yep. Um, next up, we have best VR slash AR game, which I know we talked about this like before that we didn't really know much about it because I mean I don't I don't have a VR so I don't know much about any of the games. Um, well, for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform, we have Red Matter Two. After the Fall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, and the winner, Moss Book 2, which I don't I can't tell you anything about that game. I don't know what it I don't know what it is, what it's about. I thought Bone Lab was gonna win, but only because that's the only one that I'd like really heard about, apart from Among Us VR. So I was wrong. Moss Book 2, whatever that is, ended up winning. Congrats to them. I again I don't I can't really speak on VR Googling. too much because I don't know. Yeah. Yup, 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 yup. Um but yeah, that's um I have nothing to say on that. That's that, you know that's the winner. Uh best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency responsiveness and inclusive of social media activity and game updates patches so we have 
Apex Legends, Destiny 2, No Man's Sky, Fortnite, and the winner, Final Fantasy 14 online. Um, yeah. I forgot what I forgot what I said was gonna win this. I think I had maybe like either I know for the longest time we had like no no man's sky was like one. Fortnite could have won it too, because I know they're pretty like good with, with, with all that stuff and yeah, but but it makes sense to Final Fantasy won it, you know. Yeah, they they they, they put a lot of work and they have a, such a good community too. Like they really do. Uh, and like even the community doesn't put up with like the shitheads that play MMOs in there really. Like they just filter them out. Like if you act like a shithead in that game, it gets around and everybody knows you're a shithead. And they won't play with you. So and the, and like the community, like the 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 devs and stuff, are just fantastic at getting rid of people that are shitty in their community. So, um, I think it's cool that they won, and I I always root for No Man's Sky just because they've come so far and done so many great patches and added so much to that game that it's crazy to me. And I always feel like it should have its own just category, like the No Man's Sky Award, where it's like you've. You were here, but you've redeemed yourself in our eyes. Here's this award. Yeah. <laughs> they that would be a that would be a fun award to have that instead of like one of the esport ones or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, I think more games, more communities should be like the the Final Fantasy fourteen one. Oh man, yeah. In terms of like the people that play the game, if, if more mm -hmm. people. If more gamers and more people were like the ones that played that game, we'd be better off as a society. Probably. I mean, shit, we were just hanging out. When we were playing, we were just hanging out, listening to music, you know, watching the band yeah, dude, play. Listen to, man. Listen like... to that one band. Yeah, dude. They were, they were awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was just a fun time. Absolutely, man. That band was awesome. I haven't played Final Fantasy in a long time. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I did enjoy listening to the band and just hanging out and chilling when I did. So. Um, next we have best mobile game, uh, Tower of Fantasy, Apex Legends Mobile. Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, and the winner, Marvel Snap. I don't think this surprises anybody. I mean, come on. That that makes yeah, yeah. total sense. So yeah. I mean, I I don't really have anything to say to this other than No, uh, I don't even who who I want what I want to know is who didn't think Marvel Snap was was not gonna win, you know? That's yeah, the bigger exactly. question for me. Uh, best debut indie game. We have Neon White, Norco, Tunic, Vampire Survivors, and the winner, Stray, which, yeah, Stray makes sense to me. It was nominated for Game of the Year, uh, and it wasn't going to win Game of the Year. <laughs> you know, so give, give, it, give, it, give it something, right? Um, which is interesting considering the next award we're about to talk about too, because this one best debut indie game is for 
for the best debut game created by a new independent studio. And the and the next one is best indie game, which is for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. So Call of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Tunic, and the winner Stray. So Stray won both of these. Yeah. Um, for indie game, which again, it was nominated for game of the year. So I mean it was it's a great it's a solid game that I still haven't played yet. I need to see if I can pick up that game on a on a Steam sale or something at some point, because I do want to play Stray. Looks like a like a fun time, and everybody that I've heard from that has played it has had nothing but good things to say about it. So I do want to check it out. Yeah. Um. Best ongoing game awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves player experience over time. Genshin Impact, Fortnite, Destiny 2, Apex Legends, and the winner, Final Fantasy 14 Online. Which, Yay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think out of all of these, it was between Final Fantasy and Fortnite, probably. Yeah, Destiny Two keeps, yeah. Destiny Two keeps pumping out content, but they keep making you pay like fifty bucks or however much for each expansion. Yeah, right? they, and, they it's, and it's like you can, and, and it's like you can eat a dick with that, bro. Like I ain't playing your fucking game, dude. And then like I haven't heard anything about Apex in a while, and everything I have heard about Apex has been kind of negative, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm, and yeah. So yeah, it was between for me. It was between Final Fantasy and Fortnite. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, so some so yeah, Final Fantasy makes you pay for them too, but they're not as frequent, right? So okay. Yeah, Destiny 2, I feel like they come out with an expansion like every like like, like very frequently and they make you pay full price for that shit too. Yeah. So so fuck that. Not about that. And then like Destiny 2 isn't even that fun of a game to be honest. Like it's okay for a little bit, but then like I got PTSD, man, because I used to play with a group of friends and we try to do those like big fucking uh raids. Good lord, they would take yeah, or they would take forever, dude. It'd take hours to complete. And then somebody would have to leave, and then we oh god, I yeah, I have PTSD, bro. I don't want to talk about it. Uh <laughs> moving on. Best performance. Awarded to an individual for voice over acting, motion and or performance capture. So we have Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden West, Charlotte McBurney for a Plague Tale Requiem, which now that I played that game, she, she did amazing. She, she was great. Man Engage from Immortality and Suni Suljik for God of War. Ragnarok and the winner Christopher Judge who had an eight minute speech after he <laughs> won and poor Al Pacino's knees were about to blow out <laughs> there on stage because he's like wow they give you guys this much time at the game awards or the Oscars they don't, they don't they get you out right away you know <laughs> yeah but uh 
No, yeah, it's uh, it was cool that he won, and I like his speech, but yeah, he just he he went on for too long, man. Like let, 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 yeah. let's keep it real, man. It was very long. Yeah, so congrats to him. I yeah, makes makes sense that he would he would win for that one. Uh, best audio design and recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. We have Horizon for Ben West, Gran Turismo Seven. Elden Ring, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and the winner, Call of War Ragnarok. Which, I mean, this could have gone for probably, I don't know, a few of these games maybe. But yeah, God of War takes it. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say on that because I've only played Elden Ring. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't messed with any of the audio or audio the other stuff, so. Even though I haven't played Gran Turismo, I feel like that game has really good audio design. Like it's, it's, mm. It has to, right? Because it's a fucking racing game. But... Um, yeah, I've, I haven't played Horizon. But I'm sure that one has pretty, pretty decent audio design as well. Uh, best score slash music. For outstanding music, Inclusive of score, original song, and/or licensed soundtrack, we have Olivier Derivier from Plague Tale Requiem, uh, Sukasa Saito from Elden Ring, Two Feathers from Metal Hellsinger, and Yasunori Mitsuda. Uh, and the winner, Bear McCree for God of War Ragnarok, which makes sense because Bear uh, Bear McCree's God of War soundtrack is. Wow, fantastic. So, yeah, this makes all the sense to me. Yep. Uh, Best art direction for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. We have Stray, Scorn, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok. And the winner, Elden Ring. Which I feel like this is one of those awards they could they could have given to another game, you know? But hey, Elden Ring won it. So congrats to them. Yeah. I know people were talking about the um it says technical achievement in artistic design and animation. People were saying the facial animations for Horizon. Really, probably should have won this award here. So, but it it shook out the way it shook out, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have much to add on that because I, I haven't played Horizon, so I don't know. I don't know how good that looked or anything. I have no idea. And I know Scorn was another one people were talking about for maybe winning it, you know, because like it's very HR Geiger ish design, you know. It's nasty. It is, but. Yeah. Um Best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. We have a Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, Immortality, Horizon Forbidden West, and the winner God of War Ragnarok, which makes me even more excited to play it because I mean, obviously God of War is going to have a great story, but like I've done a pretty good job at avoiding spoilers 
for it. I don't want to know. Not, I, I don't really. I've been watching any streams. I don't want to know nothing. Like, I, I, yeah, I just, I can't wait to play it myself, man. Cause, yeah, I love the first. I love 2018. God, God of War 2018. So, I'm excited to play this whenever I get the chance. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I think it makes sense for it to win that one. Uh, uh Plague Tale Requiem though, pff, great, great, great narrative, great narrative. That could have won that one, I feel like too, because that one was, was awesome. Uh, I haven't played any of the other games apart from Elden Ring though, you know. But I don't think Elden Ring deserves best narrative of of, of, of no, movies, you know. It, it, yeah, I agree. It's it's, it's narrative game, is very but... subtle. Yeah. Hey, it's not really out there. Um Best Game Direction. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. We have Stray, Immortality. Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, and the winner, Elden Ring. Ooh. Which, yeah, I could see that. I could see Elden Ring winning best game direction for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Again, Horizon wins nothing, <laughs> which is, I feel like it should have got maybe something, but, but again, it's hard to say because I haven't really played it, so I don't know. But I feel like the game is at least solid you know we're in solid enough for it to win something but um that's game direction uh anything to add on to that one before we move on to game of the year not really all right game of the year here it is man this is the big one the one that everybody was waiting for uh it was between Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Stray, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring, and Plague Tale Requiem. So for me, the entire time, uh, it was between two games, right? Uh -huh. I was saying that it was going to be between Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok. And... You know, that was like what a lot of people were thinking as well. Um, shout out to Plague Tale Requiem, which I played. Amazing, amazing game. Definitely recommend uh, all you out there to play it if you haven't. It's a really, really solid game. Haven't played Stray, but I want to eventually. Haven't played Horizon, Forbidden West, or God of War Ragnarok because I don't have a PS5, but I want to eventually. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I haven't played any of the Xenoblade ones, any of the Xenoblade Chronicle games, but I'll be honest with you, I don't really have any interest in playing that one. Uh, and Elden Ring is the only one that I... Elden Ring and Plague Tale are the only two that I've played. And uh, the winner was, of course, Elden Ring, which I think it was Elden Ring's to lose because they... for the This game came out early in the year, right? Mm-hmm. So it had months and months and months for people to play it. And people did. Like, it even got people like you and I who don't even... Like, I, I remember... I didn't even have interest in this game. Remember when it was, like, first announced? Yeah, or we, I we, when, 
I had like no interest in playing it because I'm like, I don't really play these type of games. And I just, I, I just, I know Josh was like more excited to play it than I was. I was just like, whatever, you know, like I, I wanted to, I remember, I remember specifically being like, I'm interested in the world. That's kind of what I want to yeah. see about it. I was interested in yeah. the world building. And uh, yeah, that was kind of what I was interested in. So I think this makes so much sense because. God of War only just came out. Not everybody has a PS5 like me. I haven't been able to play it. I want to, but I just haven't been able to play it. It just came out. So not that many people have, have been playing it. And and uh, Elden Ring, has, like I said, has been out for months. The, you know, basically the majority of the year. And like... Like, like OG Dark Souls players and new people like you and I have played it. So... There was this game brought in not only the veterans of the series but like new, like newcomers too like like us so mm-hmm. I think it makes sense man and 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 I was able to beat it like you know I was able to play through it and beat it and play it and 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 I enjoyed it like I I there was some frustrating moments but that you know it's because it's a fucking souls game right but but yeah I uh I think it makes total sense like and 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 also another giveaway for me that this game was going to win is throughout the night, God of War kept winning awards. Like, all right, Christopher Judge wins for Kratos. All right, they won audio design and they won score and they won be, you know best performance and they just kept winning shit. Right, so I'm like, oh okay, that to me was a giveaway that God of War ain't getting game of the year. But they're like, well, people are gonna be kind of upset if it doesn't win other things. So. Let's just, you know, let's give it some some other things here and there, right? Yeah. Um. So as the night progressed and we were watching it live, I was like, oh, okay, Elden Ring is going to win because God of War is winning all this other shit. So, yeah. And like I said, it makes sense for Elden Ring to win because it was a game that was out for longer. Uh, it's a, it's a good game. More people were playing it. And, yeah, just I think uh, I think it makes sense. And, uh I know a lot of people out there are very happy with this win, and uh, you know we we gotta thank our Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton for this one too, because uh, you know why not, right? Exactly. But yeah, those are the winners for the Game Awards 2022. I think for the most part, uh, they were deserved. Some of them were kind of odd choices, I feel like, but for the most part, I think I think overall it was a it's a decent, a decent, uh, you know, decent award winners. Um, I haven't played everything here yet, so I, I, I plan to eventually. But man, it's hard getting games now because they're so expensive, and not every game is so expensive. But you know, it's tough, tough, man. Everything, everything is everything costs money, man. But, yeah. but I want to get to some of this stuff eventually. For sure but those are the winners uh i don't know if you have any any other thoughts on the game of the year or any of the other stuff josh but no not really um, okay not really well you know with with that out of the way that out of the way we can move on to the announcements uh, and everything that we, 
every new thing that we saw. So if you're ready, Josh, let's move on to the next one. Let's hit it. All right. So everything that we saw at the Game Awards 2022. We're going to start off with Dead Cells. Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC. Uh, so Dead Cells is not only getting just any regular old DLC, it's going to be Castlevania themed. And uh, you'll work your way through Dracula's castle all the way up to his throne room. Uh, and uh, yeah, if, this is this is a cool little crossover that they're doing. Um, they even got a little uh, little uh, video uh, world premiere trailer dealio. Um, do you want to throw that up, Josh? Quickly, it's like a minute and forty-five or whatever. Yep, hang on. I haven't, I haven't really uh, played. I, I don't, I didn't, I've never, I haven't played Dead Cells, so I, won't, I won't have much to say on this. But I do think it's cool that you know, like it's gonna be Castlevania themed. Yeah, let's check it out. I have it up because I think Castlevania is cool. All right, three, two, one, go. I played Dead Cells a little bit. It's pretty fun. Hmm. It's not my normal type of game. Gotcha. I think I was given a key for it. I don't even think I bought it. Oh, nice. Speaking of keys, if you're uh, if you're uh, making games out there and you're watching this or listening to this. Feel free to hook us up with some keys. I'll, I'll, shit, I'll stream them. I'll, I'll show them off. If, they, if, if you I'm give me a key, in the game. if you give me a key for a thing, I'll stream it. Yeah, I'll talk about it on the show. We got some you're cooking, and that goes for like any size game devs because I love indie games, and I love being able to like give you some free press and views. Cool trailer. Return the Castlevania. That's pretty yeah, that's cool. That's pretty dope. So good. All right. The next thing we have was the Hellboy Web of Weird. Uh, game trailer it's like right a here. 3d comic world version of hellboy um which i thought looked pretty pretty dope honestly like i'm not even the biggest hellboy fan but I'm like well, that game looks kind of fun you know yeah um if you want to throw that one up yeah i got it i got it ready i got it primed all right Three, two, one, go. Right here at the Game Awards opening act. Oh, nice, Loki. That's cool. Where do you think nightmares come from? Oh. 
first campfire. I like the art style of it. Into the dark. You created us to stab back. I thought this could be a fun game to play. Yeah. I'll definitely, definitely got to add it to my, like, keep a track of, you know, keep an eye on list of games. Vampire Survivors goes free for mobile. Uh, and then we got another trailer for Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is the PSVR 2 game. Uh, then there's we got a trailer for a world premiere for this game called Post Trauma. Yeah. We can watch the trailer Check for that. that one out. Watch the post-trauma one. I don't think we need the VR uh, or the mobile thing. No, no, no. All right. I'm up and ready. Three, two, one, go. So this is post-trauma, which is like a indie survival game, kind of. It, it feels like one of those early 2000s-style uh, trailer, horror trailers, you know? Very like Silent Hill vibes. For sure. Just playing some older dude trying to uncover a mystery and survive or whatever. So that I, I don't know if that's gonna be my kind of game, but I I think at least it's cool for like you know the crowd of people that like that kind of game, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have a world premiere trailer for Viewfinder. Which is a puzzle puzzler game that lets you reshape the world with an instant camera. Um, and it's got like portal vibes to it. It's like a minute long trailer. Yeah, long. let's check it out. I thought it was neat. It's not my type of game, but I think the way they do stuff is neat. So we can check it out. Let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. 
Yeah, look at that. That's yeah. That's like the crazy. way it the way it does things is really cool. Is like it's just you see it in front of you and then you put it in the world. So that's kind of cool. Like not my yeah, type of game, is, but it's fucking cool. That is pretty dope. Look at that shit. That's it's mm -hmm. kind of trippy, dude. But like in a mm -hmm. great, like in the coolest way. Yeah. So many different like art styles just combining and clashing together, and and it works, you know. Look at that shit, dude. Like, what? Yeah, it's cool. Th this isn't even my kind of game either, but, like, I'd be willing to try it. Like, it looks like... I don't know. It's it's so, un like, unique, you know? Like, I... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'd try it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, not cool. I'm not into, like, puzzle games, but I, I, I'd give it a shot. I think, I, think I, I think it could be fun, at least. Um, we got new footage for Atomic Heart. Yeah, we can watch that. Which we can check out as well. Another minute long one here. Uh, three, two, one, go. The sci-fi Soviet shooter that gives me like Fallout and Wolfenstein vibes. looks nuts yeah it does it's literally what i was saying it's like this just looks nuts <laughs> yeah the music too like it's so like what the fuck isn't this uh isn't it mick gordon doing the music for this the dude it is uh, yeah <laughs> featuring the over-the-top robotic enemies to the aggressive guitar riffs of Mick Gordon. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's dope. Cool, cool, I'm so cool, interested cool, in that. Cool. I think I think it looks nuts and nutty and crazy and wild as fuck, but I'm 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 in I'm in, dude. I, I think I think I like it so far. Uh we have a game trailer for Scars Above, which is a sci-fi action adventure shooter. Uh so let's yeah. check this out. Bring on the sci-fi. I love it. I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. We always wondered if we're alone in the universe. We observed and explored, but found nothing until now. It has been six months since the alien object known as the Metahedron suddenly appeared above Earth's atmosphere. Personal log, sentient contact assessment and response time. Kate, we have an issue. What happened? Power supply failing. Sensors offline. I'm switching to backup generators. 
This game looks great, Loki. Is that what you're saying? This one? Great and weird. Oh, it's definitely weird. For sure. Yes, you did say weird. Scars above. Yeah. There you go. So that was actually the Gamescom trailer. But, uh, yeah, we got to see a little more of that. Uh, Relic Hunters Legend, which is an online looter shooter action RPG. Um, doesn't really look like my kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll probably skip that one. Uh, Among Us got a new hide and seek mode. Uh, and they added some glass onion, Benoit Blanc skin kind of kind of dealio. Uh, there's a there was a world premiere trailer for After Us, which looks like a platformer with environmental story. Uh, uh, check that one out, I guess. Minute uh, minute minute forty, really quick. Yep. Platformers aren't really my kind of thing, but check it out. I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. Private division. Yeah, so like looking at this, definitely not my kind of game. But there are parts of it that I could see where I'm like, well, that's kind of like neat looking or that's a cool idea that they have. But yeah, I don't think it's my kind of game personally. But like I said, it's, I'm, I'm just not that into like platformers that much. This next game, though, I'm really interested in. I think it looks really cool. The art style looks awesome as well. And that is uh, the world premiere trailer for Replaced. Which is the uh, sci-fi platformer with a retro futuristic vibe. And, of course, pixel art. Yeah. When you're ready, Josh, let me know. We'll play. you're muted oh sorry yeah can you guys down daniel i apologize 
I'm ready. Yeah, no, you're good. I was just like, I, I was like, oh, what's going on? So, I was just sitting uh, here making jokes like crazy. I was like, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, like Russell Wilson says, let's ride. Let's go. Let's do it. Oh, boy. Oh, his band was in the chat. Three, two, one, go. Replaced. Man, how, how about them Broncos, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, this looks cool though, man. I really like the art style. Man. Yeah, no, I'm super interested in this. The evening bugle. The Phoenix Initiative. Machine serves humanity. Stad Cat Studios, published by Coat Sync and Thunderful. What's crazy is a lot of these reveals happened in the pre-show. It's true. I just think this game looks gorgeous. Like, it I love pixel art, like the but it's also the great. Yeah. And then I like the little text boxes too. Like, just the whole... The whole look of it just looks awesome, dude. I thought of Batman in that scene. <laughs> the Batman when he lights up with the, with the yeah, it's like the Batmobile, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, with the flare too. Yeah, with yeah, the flare. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's what you mean. I thought you talking about like the with the Batmobile. Well, that I was like, too. I can totally see that. That too, yeah. I think that looks great. Place twenty twenty three. Yeah. I have been on the train for this game since we first heard about it. Like, so that's cool. Yeah, no, it really does look awesome. Uh, we got a world premiere trailer for Street Fighter 6 for the Game Awards. Uh, got a good look at uh, the game and its 2v2 mode, as well as the confirmed June release date. And uh, they got one of the, some of the character leaks were also correct. Stop it. Oh my god. Sorry, it started playing without me telling it to. Okay. I'm ready. Alright. Let's do it. Three, two, one, and go. From Street Fighter Six. I know you were saying that you were maybe gonna be checking this out, or it's it's on it, it's on my interest list. Okay. Probably not like a day one thing, but I am interested yeah. in it. Hey, do you hitting them with basketballs? 
This lady out here picking up a lion. He was obsessed, you see, with finding an appropriate vessel for this power. DJ Anon Marissa JP That lady is Jack. Yep. She will kick your ass. Please. in the fucking gladiator pit dude that's nuts damn that dj combo was nuts i still think that six looks awful whoever designed that six <laughs> yeah, number, it, looks, it does look weird. fucked up bro what is that Some pretty cool outfits. I'm specifically looking at the Chun Li one. Like, very nice though. I I I don't think it's. I don't think I'm gonna be playing that. But um, yeah, it's cool that they're bringing back like older characters and you know, they're 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 ha they're kind of like mixing it up for a Street Fighter game no. this time around, right? They're having like a like a hub, whatnot. Um, the next thing that was announced was uh, we got a little uh, we got a little sequel to a game from Supergiant Games. Uh, I know I know many people were very excited about this one, and and you know I don't I don't know anybody who saw this one coming, but I think it's really cool that they're doing it. Uh, yeah, let's let's check it out. You guys know what we're about to watch. It's the world premiere trailer for Hades. Two. Yes, sir. I'm ready. Kind of stuff. Uh, three, two, three, two, one, go. Go. The big surprise about this is that this company does not do sequels usually. Yeah. Which I, I love the original Hades. Yeah, I know you were pretty big on that one. I actually knew quite a few people that were big on that game. And the greatest teacher is out there. Now go. Death to Kronos. Death to Kronos. 
so good too. This is an opportunity for you to make a better future for us all. The least I can do is light your way down. About ready to give in? No. I was born for this. You trifle with powers far beyond your comprehension, witch. Okay, if I call you witch like that. He is no mere titan. He is time itself. And time cannot be stopped. Wait for me, father. I'll be this. Very cool. Hades 2. So in the original Hades, you're climbing up to try to escape Hades. In this game, it looks like you're climbing down. To get to your father, who's being held captive by Kronos, but we'll see. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I played I'm a gonna little play bit. the shit out of that. <laughs> I played a little bit of the first game, but that style of game isn't really like roguelikes aren't really my kind of deal. So I, I didn't really get too far in it. But I mean, I I love the art style and the look of it. You know. So yeah. I think that's. I think that's pretty dope. And I'm and I'm happy for everybody who loved the first game that they're making another one. So that's cool. Uh, yes. So this next game, uh, is an is one that I'm like I don't know how to feel about it. Like it's it's kind of like it looks kind of neat, but it also looks kind of I don't know. But it's called <laughs> Judas, and it's uh from the man behind Bioshock, Kevin Le Ken Levine. Uh, so let's check it out and uh, give it a go. Um, three, two, one, go. Ghost story. The ship is dying, and my only way out of here is with one of them. Oh yeah, I forgot that this one had fucking a sea shanty yep. as its song. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. It's such a weird looking game, man. Like, yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, it is Bioshock. I mean, it's made by one of the Bioshock dudes, Loki. Yeah, he makes a lot of weird worlds. Fix what you broke. Judas. Yeah, I don't... So far, I have to say, that doesn't really do much for me. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. That doesn't really do much for me. Like, I think I need to see more mm -hmm. Um, to kind of maybe get maybe more uh what's the word not excited but like more like i don't know i want to see more of the game like because that, that yeah that didn't really do much for me I'll, I'll, I'll be honest it looks 
it does look very Bioshocky, and the world looks like really funky and whatnot. But I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm looking at Steam because it's because uh, it's on Steam now. You can wish this, and it says a disintegrating starship, a desperate escape plan. You are the mysterious and troubled Judas. Your only hope for survival is to make or break alliances with your worst enemies. Will you look, will you work together to fix what you broke, or will you leave it to burn? Uh, it's tagged as an action adventure shooter FPS 3D. So I don't know. Again, I need to see more because that doesn't really like. I don't know. It doesn't do much for me. Gotcha. Um, as as of right now. Uh, beyond that, we have Bayonetta Origins, like a prequel kind of thing. Which I mean, I don't know if you want to watch that, but I'm, I'm nah, right with not watching. Don't interest me. We got neither does Destiny. The next thing. Yeah, Destiny <laughs> Two Lightfall. I don't. Yeah, we we talked earlier about Destiny. I mean, it's whatever. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, which I am interested in. I was interested in yep. since it was announced. Um, but this is a special trailer, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll you'll you'll see why if you haven't seen this momentarily. But uh, yeah, this is one of the ones that I definitely we reacted to as we were watching it live. And yeah, let's let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. Every time I see world premiere, I got a whole bag. Because <laughs> I just want to <laughs> say it. Right. It's fun to say, man. I I like saying it too. Whenever we like, when we're watching it live and everything. I'm like, yes, I'm in it. World premiere. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, flash is clear. Keep your eyes on him, people. Somebody find the back will not hold. We must barricade it. You stay here, pal. See this? Flash got messed up. I'm dreaming up how I was gonna kill you with it. You're mine now. And you're in for a world of... He just straight up cut off the Flash's finger, man. That's crazy. Oh, shit. Okay. Flash has accelerated healing, right? We'll, we'll just stitch that some bitch back on. Oh, oh, hey, guys. Oh, we were just having a little. Oh, but he fuck you up really bad though. <laughs> he do. Hell yeah, he do. I am vengeance. Oh man, I there it is. Knight. I am Batman. So good hearing him say those words, man. 
Ah, oh, such a good trailer. I won't lie, I got tears when we were watching it, man. I can't help it. Yeah. I'm a, I'm an emotional guy. Man. After 30 years as the iconic 30 years voice of, Batman, of, voice of Batman, video man, games, man. Batman the animated Crazy. series and countless other DC projects, actor Kevin Conroy sadly passed away last month at the age of 66. He was such an iconic voice. Uh, he so he will be he is missed. I know we're all going to miss him dearly. Well, tonight, we can share that he will return to Rocksteady's Arkhamverse one final time. Glad they got him for Batman. one last time here. Suicide Squad this game. killed the Justice League when the game releases on May 26th of next year. Definitely going to be a must-play, man, even if just for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Gotta check it out. For sure. Like I said, I was already looking forward to the game before we knew this anyway. Oh, because I, I mean, I, you guys know I like DC and I like, you know, I think the whole, yeah, Suicide Squad and making it into a game, taking down the Justice League is being controlled by Brainiac. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, the next game was my, is currently my most anticipated game. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, we got the, the gameplay look here at the Game Awards. They finally showed it off. We've been waiting to see this. So let's check it out. Three, two, one. Let's play. I thought it was cool how they actually had that like on stage. Yeah. Like that's like on stage right now. And like, everybody who was there is like seeing that. Like, that that's, that's dope. Pretty cool. Get rid of that. Show the trailer. I was betrayed by the one I trusted most. Very interesting new character, man. Yeah, who's this supposed to? I'm really curious who that's going to be. He's missing an arm. Cal, dude, the new like gameplay stuff looks awesome. Also, another interesting thing: Cal's the only one piloting the Mantis. Where's Grease? Where's Ma Where's um, you know, Ma Marin? You can ride animals now. Let's go. A Jedi. Remind our friend. Got some why. Some hunters here, maybe. This march. Fucking a jungle wampa, dude. Like, that's nuts. Cal's got a homie. Maybe a. Maybe more than that. I don't know. The Jedi is a threat. Now that we have this. Battle droids getting wrecked by a double blade. Here's that's that same dude, man. He's he's, he's talking to the other boy. I don't know. Looking a little sus there. But I do love that you can use two lightsabers now, whenever really. And look at that cross guard. Mm. Big hefty swings with the cross guard. 
March 17th, 2023. Very excited for that. Not a whole lot of story, but gameplay was there. And look who it is. Cameron Monaghan himself. Cameron Monaghan. He's even got the look too with the boots and everything. It's an incredible honor to wield this lightsaber again. And I think I can speak for everybody at Respawn, EA, and Lucasfilm when I say how incredibly excited we are to show our work on Jedi Survivor. I had the chance to play the game recently, and I can honestly say that this is one of the best Star Wars games of all time. And that's saying something. Yeah, I have no doubt that you'll feel the same way when you play it too. And I've just got to say that I am so incredibly lucky to be a part of this incredible project. So hype. And it's really something extraordinary. So, we'll see you all in a galaxy far, far away, March 17th. And until then, may the Force be with you. I just think it's really cool how that gameplay looking they're literally letting you choose your lightsaber style. Mm -hmm. You can go with the one blade, you can go with the two blades, you can go with the double blade, or even the cross guard. Like that's nuts, dude. Love it. Love it. Hopefully they, they let us choose our color again and all that stuff too, you know? Um, but yeah. There was they they also if you go on Steam, you can see the pre-order bonuses and all that good stuff and everything they have there uh, i'm excited for the game i'm really excited um next up uh earth blade which is from the creators of celeste uh another platformer kind of game it isn't coming out until 2024 i don't know if you want to watch that but if not we can move on nah, to the next one on. we got a world premiere trailer for dune awakening uh Ooh. so yeah the upcoming survival mmo Yep, I'm ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. World premiere. Funcom Legendary Level Infinite. It starts. Pre alpha footage. You cling to life. I hope this game is good. You find others. It'll probably be jank at first, kind of like Conan, and it'll get better. Because, like, when early Conan was a little rough. I just want to ride an Omnithopter and then take down fucking sandworms and, you know, be cool, man. Look at that Omnithopter, man. That looks badass. Look, look, look at it. Yeah. things in my dream sleeper i am terrified of what happens sleeper you awaken 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 i'm just happy we live in a world where we're getting doing video games again that's fucking dope <laughs> yeah right there's they're doing quite a few now uh the next thing we got is something uh that is just i don't even have the words for it, but, uh, do we really want to watch it it's four minutes 
Not really. No, I mean we. Uh, I don't care. Death Stranding, do you? Like Death Stranding Two was announced. They made a big deal about it because Kojima and I, I. I didn't even play the first game. I have no interest in the first game. I, I have no interest in this one. They they got layers to do, uh, and Norman Reed is coming back. I don't. I don't really care, man. I. I. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't. I don't either. Do you want to check out? Let's yeah, it's 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 a it's a weird trailer, but I don't I don't really care. Tekken Eight uh, was talked about. Uh, check that out uh, really quickly. Yep, this is second. a minute twenty five trailer. I went ahead to try to load another video, and it's opting uh... game. There we go. Okay, I'm trying to get ahead of what we're watching. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. I mean, did Death... Right, I'm going to go on Death Stranding again. Did it really need a four-minute trailer at this? I mean, really? Fuck off. <laughs> All these other trailers are only like a minute or two. Like I told you, it's because uh, Kojima's Jeff's boy, and they're like making a big deal out of it. Because like fist, fist meets fate, more like fist meets face. <laughs> right. Okay. Got him. Uh, we got another world premiere uh, from Ascendant Studios. Uh, you know, comprised of people who worked on Call of Duty and Dead Space. Uh, we got a first-person magic-based uh, shooter that has super fast combat uh, called Immortals of Avium. So let's check this one out. I I'll be honest, I don't even remember this game. It's just a cinematic no. trailer. It's not oh, even okay. like gameplay that's, or that's, anything. That's why, that's why I don't remember it then. Yeah. We can watch it. If you count us down, sir. Three, two, one, go! A new original world. Here is your first glimpse. I mean, the cinematic got me interested in it. I think the idea is cool. It's dangerous for you. Not actual gameplay. You don't say. Nah, but I get that they have to put that in there because people are stupid. They, 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 they don't know. Don't get it, do you? 
is crumbling apart. You don't win in ever war. You help us win this. I'll know you're ready. that's why i didn't remember because it was just it was all cinematic okay yep makes sense i mean the again the idea sounds maybe promising but this next game though however i am very excited about and uh, i can't wait give me two seconds it's it's loading we, we got the world premiere trailer for uh nightingale which is a super cool game that i'm excited about uh survival crafting video um yeah two minute trailer let's check it out three two one go crafting game that we first announced last year right here at the game awards inflection games for you the year is Magical network of portals has collapsed. Your people are cast asunder beyond the frontiers of your reality. Realms alive with monstrous beasts, eldritch creatures, and dangers of which you cannot conceive. You must gather your wits. Craft whatsoever you require. Yeah, this looks so cool, man. Yeah, that's great. Realms. Uncover the secrets of Ram cards and venture deeper into the unknown. Winding and full of terrors. Look at, this, look at these monsters, man. What the hell? Save yourself. Survive the realms. And rebuild all that has been lost. Yeah, I'm really excited for Nightingale, man. Anything I'm playing with friends, I'm hype about. Yeah. Absolutely. Can't wait to play that. Um, yeah, hopefully I can play it early. I, do, I am very interested in that. 
Uh, we got another uh, look at Baldur's Gate 3. Yes. Uh, it's an official release window of August 2023. So still a ways out, but we got another look at it. It's a two-minute trailer here, so let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. Tell me, why have you come here? We must all cure ourselves of the entire cult of the Absolute. I've traced people like you. People with parasites in their brains. All the way here from Baldur's Gate. You may just be the godsend we've been praying for. You're the same as me. You have a mind flare tadpole in your brain. A mind flare tadpole? No. No, no. Yeah. There's a gust of weave about you, but it's a mere breeze. I need a tempest. Who am I? Your only chance of survival. You want to play the hero so badly? Fine. Let's make this interesting. Baldur's Gate 3, August 2020. A friend who sees the world in simple terms. Not just a friend, a legend. He's not the kind of man who takes kindly to captivity. The cult captured him. I almost feel sorry for them. All that shit it comes with the collector's edition. Oh man, yeah, already on the game because <laughs> I wanted to play. Uh, you can play act one and help them through early access and give them feedback and stuff. So I've messed with it a few times throughout the year whenever they do patches, try out new classes and stuff. Yes, that is Minsk. He's from the previous Baldur's Gates. I couldn't think of his name when we were watching it because I'm my brain is goo, but yeah, that's Minsk. Nice. I haven't played any of them, so I don't, I don't know. But that looks cool. That looks fun. So you know what? You know what? Seeing that makes me want to do. It makes me want to play Divinity Original Sin Two because I have it and I never played it. Yeah. Yep. I know. I gotta play it at some point. It's great. Um. We have Wayfinder with world premiere trailer, the upcoming online free-to-play action RPG. Uh. So yeah, let's check it out. Quick yeah, minute watch. 50 trailer. You know when you're good to go. I'm good. Fire away. Three, two, one. Yeah, Wayfinder. Here we, go. Here we go. Thanks. The gloom. Its arrival brought chaos. But we found a way to control it. 
Choose the path. We face the danger. We control the chaos. To reconnect our broken world. We've all walked many paths. Sharpened many blades. Played a few tricks. Crushed a few skulls. <laughs> but now, we fight as one. We are Wayfinders. Adventure with friends. Explore and collect. Control the chaos. Wayfinder. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's not 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 bad. Honestly. Honestly, not bad at all. Looks promising, I suppose. I'm very curious to see what like the like further character customization and stuff is gonna be looking like. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a look at Diablo Four. Uh, another like two three minute trailer they had halsey perform and everything and yeah yeah so pretty uh i think what they showed was like a more like a cinematic right yeah it's their cinematic it's a cinematic uh deal yeah. we can watch it i guess let's watch it. let's check it out i have never played any of these games oh, yeah. so i don't uh really you know I have I don't I only have, I won't have much to say on this, but let's I check it you. out. Three, two, one, let's go. Really, I don't think there is a lot to say on the cinematic trailers. They just the other thing to say is like cinematic trailers look good, you know. Yeah, I mean but they always not, do though the 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 these ones. Oh yeah, the Blizzard. Like it doesn't really give you a whole lot of like other than heaven is going to war with hell again. Which is pretty much what Diablo is. <laughs> yeah, Majin, pretty much. Like they look, they look good, but I don't know what the hell's going on or anything. They did have a bunch of people like play it, I think, a while back, and they had some previews out that were pretty positive, but I didn't read any of them or look into any of them.
Is that uh, what's the what's the, the uh, never mind? I don't know if I'm getting the name right, but Asriel or whatever. Tyrael? I don't know if that's actually Tyrael or not because in Diablo three. Oh. Like Tyrael's totally got the name wrong, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's the thing is like there's multiple angels. Um. In Diablo three spoilers, which I don't think anybody gives a fuck about that. It's like Tyrael's like human, like he becomes human. Does he ever regain his powers? Shit, I don't know, dude. I don't know nothing about Diablo. Yeah, so I don't know. Really? No, I don't think it is Tyrael. I think it's one of the other angels. Twenty-three. Uh. All right. And I can't remember. I used to know their names when I played, but I don't remember them now. Like the king of, not the king of heaven, but like, there's like a dude that's kind of in charge of the. Other angels a little bit, kind of, sort of. It's weird. Uh, the biggest thing with that is, like, it looks like Diablo's just going back to being super dark. And that was one of the complaints about 3, is, like, it wasn't dark enough, but it was dark. It wasn't dark enough, so it looks like they're kind of going back to that. Cinematic trailer means dick, other than it's pretty. Okay. What's next, DT? Next up. We got the uh, talked about Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, characters, new maps, new accessories, and more. This uh, little uh, how long is this? It's just a minute, minute long trailer. I know you're a Fire Emblem dude, so I am. But but after we watch this, I, I want to I want to say something. So we'll watch this first, then we'll talk about it. Go for it. Three, two, one, go. Let's check it out. The time has come. <laughs> Mazi, did they really? That's funny. Fire Emblem engaged. Your boy Colgate-kun. Here's our expansion for a game that's not even out yet. <laughs> we're just growing weary of each other's conversation. Uh, these, those are like the three houses, uh, houses leaders from the Fire Emblem I played. Three houses. I quite look forward to working together. Let's do this. I'm on a mission. Good old Nintendo, so, man. Giving you DLC for a game that ain't even out yet. So I want to be excited about it. I want to be excited about it. I'm not excited about it because... The Switch just looks like ass and runs like ass. Like, I... I, I They need a new console, and, I, I, and it's hard for me to get excited about Nintendo games. Like, I should be doing backflips about that, but I'm not, you know? So it's not... It's not grabbing me. And also, I feel like that Fire Emblem specifically is like, I feel like a lot of the games have heart. And like, that's kind of what grabs you. I don't feel the heart grabbing here. Like, it's not really grabbing me. Is that weird? Especially when I love the last few of Fire Emblems. Like, there's just something about it that's not getting me. And maybe my opinion will change once it comes out and like, there's reviews or something. But it's like, 
it's just I've kind of reached a point where it's like I like having a switch, but but I really feel like the hardware is just limiting the games on it now at this point. It's it's a little it's hard to, for me to see a Switch game and be like, I can't wait to play that, you know? It's, it's, and maybe I'm just a snob. Maybe I am. But <laughs> I can't help it. That's how I feel, man. I, I, it's just not getting me. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. I'm interested in it a little bit, but I'm not excited like I should be as a Fire Emblem fan. Gotcha. All right, all right. Interesting thoughts from Josh on that one. Uh, also, Fire Emblems always yeah, no. do expansion passes, so it just feels weird that they had a trailer for it. That's all. Gotcha. Well, speaking of expansions, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores is the DLC for that game. And, uh, yeah, they have a, they had a trailer for it as well, which looks pretty cool. So let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. So yeah, I still haven't played this game, but Steel Sea looks pretty cool from what we see here. I need I need them to I need them to bring this game to Steam along with God of War Ragnarok so I can play them. Yeah, that looks cool, man. Look at that. Yeah. I like the Horizon score. The soundtrack is, is nice. Hollywood. That's a huge big. Four nineteen twenty three. So April. Very cool. All right. Next up, they talked about the uh, Blue Protocol, which is a action MMO. Coming out next year, uh, between Bandai Namco and Amazon Games, um, I I don't feel like we need to watch this, I'm, but I don't, no, I don't we know. We can skip it. We can skip it. It's three minutes. Right. It's another one of those trailers that's like, why did you give this thing three minutes when you could have? You know what I mean? Same as Kojima. Yeah. Kojima got four minutes. This got three minutes. I don't know why this got three minutes. I mean, it looks mildly interesting, I guess, but three minutes. I'm moving on. What's the next trailer? <laughs> Next thing, we have uh, a trailer for a game that I totally didn't even know was going to be a thing. Nope. Uh, we didn't know what this was. We reacted to it. Uh, well, we, we reacted to the whole Game Awards live, but I like mm -hmm. clipped it out is what I mean when I say I re we reacted to it. I clipped it out, and I put it up on YouTube if you want to check out this specific, like our first, like, what the hell, you know, what is this? But it's Transformers Reactive. Because looking at this, we didn't even know this is what this was going to be. So, yeah, they're uh, yeah they're showing the ending shots from the Remnant Two trailer that we haven't seen yet. That I think is terrible. well, okay. Well, do you want to watch Remnant Two first then? 
Yeah, and we can. I don't know. What, whoever did this article put it out of order like a dumbass. Okay, so, so, so we'll watch Remnant 2 first. So <laughs> there's this game called Remnant from the Ashes, and it's like a third-person shooter kind of Dark Souls. And then, uh, yeah, so let's let's watch this one first. Hang on, it's loading. Give me, give me a second. Here we go. How weird. Yeah, they put they they put it out of order. That's weird. Anyway, Who, whoever did that, you're bad. I'm just gonna tell you, that's just terrible. That's Three, terrible. two, one, go. So I know Majin is pretty hyped for this. Which I didn't know what this was watching it until we got to the end. Yeah. I remember we were watching it live and he's like, oh, I'm getting Remnant vibes out of this. And then little do we know. Yeah, Remnant it is too. Remnant too. Yeah, I mean, what they show looks great. I, that's why I was like, what is this? The whole time we watched it. Remnant 2. Nice. All right, now we can do the Transformers. Yeah, so now we do Transformers, which again, we didn't know what the hell this was as we were watching it live. No fucking and then clue. Like, Transformers reacted. We're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, anyway. Let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. See, when it, when it first popped up, I was like, oh, is this Robocop? You know, because it's like <laughs> that scene in Robocop. Yeah, I, I didn't know what the hell this was as we were watching it, man. But apparently, like, there's, like, flashes of, like, Transformers, like, in the side or in the, you know, like, in the in the background, like, if you pay close enough attention. Yeah, I mean, and, and there is, like, a, a scene where they're driving vehicles and stuff. There we go, yeah. I just, like, there's, I just, like, we were watching it live, so I'm like, I don't know what's happening, dude. Like, I don't know what this is, you know? Yeah. They did a good job, man, because I was not expecting it to be Transformers at all. So and like, some of that me. looks like a, like a fucking demon invasion. It don't even look like yeah, Transformers. I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell what the fuck this was. I'm like, I still, like, when we got to this point, like, when you see the arm, I'm like, okay, that could be a Transformer, but I still wasn't even thinking that. I'm like, I don't I still don't know what this is, right? And they're like, some Transformers reactivate, and I'm like, what? Huh? I was like, what? Some people thought it was a, a Titanfall announcement. You know, like, uh, uh, you know, yeah, it's another one. That. So, Coming up, yeah. Animal from the Muppets drop. Yeah, so that was like one of the, that's like probably like the biggest surprise because I'm like, I, I didn't even, I didn't even know that was Transformers, man. Wanted. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that, that was that. Uh, then they show like a clip from the Mario movie, but we're not gonna watch that. It's just if you want to go watch it on your own, you can go check that out. 
the next thing was like a cinematic reveal for Behemoth. And published by Focus Entertainment. That VR uh, cinematic trailer. Yeah. Which, you know, we're not really into VR, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. You want to watch it or you want to skip it? Nah, we, can skip it. we can skip it. We can skip it. This next game, though, I am actually pretty interested in. Me too. Um, it's called Banishers Ghosts of Eden. Uh, it was ma- the majority of it was like cinematic, but they did have some gameplay in it towards the end. So, yeah, this one is definitely on my radar now. Uh, I do want to play this just based off of what we saw here. So let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. And published by Focus Entertainment. So, you're a banisher, eh? You want ghosts, right? You must have seen some strange things. Pretty early on, I knew one of them wasn't actually there, and I was trying to figure out which one it was. I was like, one of these is totally a ghost. We had our share. Yes. But I've never seen a ghost myself. But they are real. Right? So what? You track and kill him. Is that it? Takes a brave man to walk these wilds alone. Yeah, Focus does have so many good games, man. Like they really do. I'm, I, but yeah, I'm excited for this one, man. Yeah, this looks great. I'm super interested in look this. At the, look at you. Look at this little, even tiny bit of gameplay we see here. I'm like this. Definitely, I'm about. I get like Witcher vibes out of it. I get like. Man, I don't, I don't know. I'm, 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 that, that looks cool. That looks. That's really a, cool. that's a good little trailer. You know, you get, you get the cinematic like setup, and then you get just yeah. a smidge of gameplay at the end because it's obviously still being worked on and stuff. But it got me interested. It got me hooked, which is something a lot yeah. of trailers don't. So looks like it's gonna be an emotional game too. So yeah, about mm-hmm. it. Definitely like one of the like games that I'm, like from this whole like. Thing that i'm very very excited for yeah uh after that we got warhammer Forty Thousand space marine 2 so let's throw that up and check it out ready yes sir three two one go
We are the defenders of mankind. We are spice marines. The horrors that dwell in the darkness. While we draw breath, we stand. While we stand, we fight. That looks that looks just like fun, man. That's just that's just gonna be fun. You know? Yeah. Yeah, just hacking, slashing, killing like the first game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we got a trailer for Meet Your Maker. Uh Check this out. This is a two-minute one. It's loading. Give me two seconds. There we go. Sorry. Three, two, one. another funky looking game I'm not sure how to what to think of this one it's I don't think it's for me Live, die, repeat, Ghost Runner edition. I don't know, Loki. It's a yeah. Somehow they can. Build Braid Upgrade Beat your maker Yeah, honestly, I don't I, That doesn't do much for me Yeah, it's It's, uh, it's not a It's not a Josh game, man 
He's not my game, okay? After that, we had a uh, crash from Mr. Crash Bandicoot, and they, they talked about this game called Crash Team Rumble, 4v4 kind of arena game. We don't have to watch that, but yeah, they talked about that. Um, Then we saw the Dark Fantasy action RPG Lords of the Fallen drop a new trailer. Uh, You want to watch that one? Yeah, sure, we can do that. Why not? Why not? It's only Fallen. a minute. Minute 40. Let's check it out here. Uh, three, two, one, go. So I haven't even played the first game, but I've heard of it and I know about it. Uh, but this is the second one called Lo The Lords of the Fallen. Holy warriors. Giver of life and light. Giver of life and light. With this is an ASMR stream, lady. Speak up. And guide our path, eternal. Turn our gaze from what lies beyond your luster. It looks pretty. And the shadows reign. Arm us with your golden splendor. So that together, may we vanquish the darkness. In light, we walk. Ew. Vanquish the darkness, the Lords of the Fallen. I'm gonna put that one in my maybe category. It's a maybe. Okay. We'll see. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'm. I like I said, I haven't played the first one, so. First one was a buggy mess, and I don't. It doesn't look like that one's gonna have anything to do with this one. That's why it's in a maybe colony. Uh, for this. Yeah. Uh, next game was Crime Boss Rocky's Rocky City. Uh, got a lot of old old dudes. The video game, basically. <laughs> uh, which I'm not, which hey though I say that, but it looks fun, dude. I'd I'd play it. Yeah, let's check know? it out. I'd play it. Uh, minute minute trailer. They got Michael Madsen out here. You know, being an old Brow. dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's check it out. Three, two, one, go. Michael Rooker. This feels—it feels Saints Rowy to me. It does, like GTA Saints Row kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. Rock A City, Florida, nineties. This game's in the nineties. Okay. Fucking Danny Trejo, man. Wow. 
Danny Glover has gloves. My coworker is touchdown. Vanilla ice says yellow, which yellow means ice in Spanish, by the way. For those of you who don't know. And Chuck Norris to give you a roundhouse. I don't know. It is, it's weird. I like. They've had to, obviously they paid those people a lot of money, right? Where's all the money in the game? Yeah. I hope to put money in the game too. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I, oh I, God! I'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, oh shit! What happened? It, it's fine now. It's fixed. I don't know what that was about. I, I saw it off on the side. I was like, "What the hell?" I, I, anyway. lo I looked. I looked over and I was like, "Oh God!" It was like a split second. I think it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'd, I'd play it. Look, look, looks fun. Oh, we'll see. Oh. Looks like it's gonna be a silly old time. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty's getting a raid mode. Uh, oh, Cyberpunk 2077, a Phantom Liberty DLC. This yeah. I'm excited about. We're probably gonna watch the next out. three trailers. They got the, they got the few. Uh, oh, they got an interesting new, 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 new cast member here for this one, which I think is gonna be cool. So, yeah, let's check it out. Three. Two, one, and go. How many times you willing to get burned for you stop? As soon as I heard this, I, I was like, oh, Keanu, Cyberpunk, cool. How many times you got to take a bullet for these motherfuckers in the name of empty promises? Politicians, military runners, intelligence operatives, all the rotten fish in one fucking barrel in this dog town. Tell me you've got a plan. Not a plan. A man. If there's anyone we can trust now, it's him. Solomon Reed, FIA. And then I heard this, and I'm like, wait a minute, that so, sounds like Idris. What do we do now? Dogtown. Burn it to the grounds, what we'll do. Sure enough. Them or us. Solomon Reed. Peace comes at a price. Someone's always got to pay. Pretty dope. Game Awards, what's up? It's yourself here. I just want to let you know how excited I am to play NUSA agent Solomon Reed in Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. Can't wait for you guys to meet Reed when Phantom Liberty releases in 2023. See you in Night City. Pretty cool, man. I love Cyberpunk, so I'm, uh, yeah. I'm excited to, to, to play that when it comes out next year. He's going to cancel the apocalypse, I hear. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited oh for that to be honest. Like it, it's for all this shit we gave Cyberpunk, which it wasn't really us. Like I didn't really have much no, issues I, with it. I, personally. Didn't do it. I love the game. I didn't have any issues uh, with that game. But yeah, I'm talking about it in general. In general, like this, yeah, this yeah, the yeah. people out there that gave it away. Oh shit! Like it, it's come a long way. And the only reason I haven't gone back to it is I'm waiting for them to do the big cop update. I know they're gonna do a big cop update probably around the time or right before this DLC comes out. So. 
That that'll be cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, I like Cyberpunk. Same, I loved it, so I'm all about it. All right. Next DT. Cool. Yeah, we'll probably watch the next the last two here. We got two more trailers to go, guys. We're almost done. Uh, Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon, which uh, you know people saw uh, from software and and Bandai Namco, and they were thinking maybe Elden Ring DLC, but uh, no, no Armored Core Six. So let's check it out. Three. Two, one, go. For this, once the uh, trailer's done, we got like some. Uh, Wario tweeted out the first details about it, like just a little bit ago, so we can talk about those. As oh, well. cool, yeah. Or sorry, I guess he tweeted them out this morning. I didn't see it till just now. I've never played any of these Armored Core games, but there's five of them already, which is nuts. So apparently, growing up, I heard Ko say this, you were either a Mech Warrior fan, which is like slow mechs, or an Armored Core fan, which is fast mechs. So you have big fast mechs doing battle instead of like slow and tedious slow mechs. I've never played any of them, I don't think. I just think it's interesting that fucking From Software is doing it, you know? Like, that's kind of... I don't know. be interesting to see what this game looks like. Like, gameplay-wise. Well, Armored Core has always been their thing. Oh, has it? Yeah. Hmm. It's just been Dude, that, sleeping. That goes to show you how I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When, I mean, when did the last one come out? The last Armored Core was in like 2012. Oh, 10 years ago. Yeah. Bam. Okay. Well, shit. And it looks like they had some sort of spinoff or something in 2013. But that's it. So it's been asleep for like 10 years. Uh. All right, so. That's the trailer for that. The details so what's the, are. Uh, what are the deets? Yeah. It just, it's just sort of like it's like four little things. It's Armored Core Six is a third-person action game more focused on single-player than previous games. It retains mission base with heaven heavy focus on customized mechs or mecha. Uh, it has b boss battles are the highlight. It's not Soulsborne gameplay. 
and it's going to have a versus slash multiplayer mode planned. So those are just like the first few details coming. So it's, it might be up my alley, to be honest with you. I might check this out. I'm not a super into mechs, but if they're fast, you get to customize your mech and there's some cool boss fights. I'm kind of in. I'll check that out. Um, we'll see. So, yeah. And if that's it, DT, let's hit this final trailer. How about it? We need a final trailer of the night, up. which is also the the final thing they showed at the Game Awards. This is the last like big reveal. They had Yoshi, your boy Yoshi P, go up there speaking English like a champ. And uh, yeah, they showed off the uh, you know another world premiere trailer for uh, Final Fantasy uh, sixteen. And uh, yeah. All right, count us down. Check it out. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Take Joshua and get to safety. I'm not going without you. I'm going to hold the enemy here while you make your escape. Somebody murdered that chocobo. No! Poor chocobo. I will say this game actually does look pretty cool. I am. I like. I like the vibe and the setting of it. So I might. Uh, I, shit, I might check this out too, man. Who knows? I'm super into this. It looks like we're gonna have some giant summon battles. Like that just looks fucking nuts. Fate is written in fire. And then the, and that fucking soundtrack. That soundtrack hits you. June, it's coming out June, man. June 22nd. I could see this being a game of the year contender for next year. Could be. Sure. PlayStation. PlayStation. All right. Please welcome the director. So there you go. 
that was what we saw at the Game Awards 2022. Uh, all the new announcements and reveals and full premieres and all that. Uh, definitely a lot to go through. We didn't even watch everything because a lot some of the stuff we weren't interested in or like it's just like you know whatever. But uh, yeah. So out of all of that, Josh, I have a question for you. What? Give me like uh, maybe your most anticipated one or like maybe a few that you're looking forward to the most. Um, hey, these two was the big surprise for me in the show. I'll give you that. Um, most yeah. anticipated, I think I've already said, is Final Fantasy 16. That trailer just made it even more so. I'll, yeah. I'll even go a step further and give you like my biggest disappointment, which was like Dragon sure. Age no show. Dragon Age wasn't there. And that gives me a little worry about that game, like a little bit, you know, like Bioware almost always has something at the Game Awards, be it Mass Effect or Dragon Age. And it wasn't there at all. And I'm just like, I wonder why. Like, I really expected there to be something there for it. So, and there wasn't. So that kind of is like a little worrying to me. And yeah, so biggest surprise was was the Hades 2 announcement because I wasn't expecting it. And they did that right at the start of the show, which was awesome. So that got you fucking hype. Um, most anticipated has been 16 probably for next year although i am really looking forward to jedi survivor as well that's really fucking high on the list too um but it's closer yeah. so maybe that makes it a little less anticipated like it it won't be long till we have our hands on that whereas 16 yeah, is yeah, like all june of next year so um yeah yeah that's kind of kind of what i'm got out of that show how about you dt what out of so that for me i'm easily look easily looking forward to jedi survivor the most i'm you know i fucking love star wars so i want to get my hands on that as soon as possible i love jedi fallen order uh suicide squad killed the justice league also very much looking forward to yeah but i feel like these kind of don't really count because they're not like new games that we you know you know what i mean yeah but i got you they're still they're still not out yet i'm still looking forward to them definitely two of my most anticipated ones um i'm very intrigued by uh, atomic heart uh hellboy web of weird um i also very 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 intrigued uh and hoping that uh banishers um uh ghosts of eden is going to be another great game too because that looks awesome uh warhammer looks cool uh, you know, Space Marine 2, I mean. Transformers Reactive, I'm just like very like, what the hell is this game gonna be, you know? So I'm I'm very curious about how that's gonna go. Uh and what what you know, what if you can maybe like make your own transformer or like you know if, which transformer you're you're gonna be able to play as or whatever, or if you're gonna I yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I want more information on that one. Nightingale, super, 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 super hype about. Can't wait for yeah. that one. I I yeah I signed up for all the stuff on that one because I want to be able to get my hands on that and test it out and try it out and, and play it out as soon as possible. Um, uh, Cyberpunk DLC very hype. I love the the game, uh, so I can't wait to play the DLC. And then yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen is uh, like the more the more I see that trailer, I'm like, man, this looks this actually does look pretty cool, you know. Um, so yeah, those will be the ones that I have like definitely you know, interested in, or interest in, rather, um, for sure. 
And then I guess to close it out, I'm just upset I didn't get a stream deck, but Milf Hunter did, man. What the hell that, <laughs> where's 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 my where's my my Steam Deck? I meant I meant to say not Stream Deck. I got nah, a Steam I know, Deck. I know exactly Steam Deck. Where's my Steam Deck? Damn it! I watched where's the mine? whole thing and they, we didn't, I was we didn't promised, get one. I was promised a Steam Deck. <laughs> Gabe, you son of a bitch! Damn you, Milf Hunter! You, 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 you motherfucker! <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's wrap this up so we can go get some food. We've been at this for almost four hours, so let's. That's uh, the yeah. There you go. That's our recap and review for uh, <laughs> the Game Awards 2022. Uh, looking forward to next year's edition already. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Let's 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 close it out. Let's, let's get let's out of here. Well, I'm gonna throw it over to you, DT. You're up. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. I appreciate you guys hanging out and and listening and watching uh, any way you can. Uh, I'll be playing Assassin's Creed Rogue on stream, trying to make it through those games or that you know the Assassin's Creed series. So I got to make it through the next game, which is Rogue. I started it already, but I'll be continuing more tomorrow. Uh, other than that, we'll see you guys next week. You know, go follow me on all the stuff. Go go like you know my videos and on on all the places I put them up, and uh, you know. Yeah, just go 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 follow me on all the things you see on the sidebar here and we'll we'll be back next week uh uh which will be I believe a retro rewind so yeah I believe so uh only two episodes left in the year guys so yeah but anyway that'll do it for me have a good one bye bye peace out see you everyone all right guys thank you for checking out the show and hanging out with us for this long episode because we had to go over and watch a lot of videos but it was fun it was awesome. We haven't done a super long episode in a hot minute. Um, follow us on all the socials on the side. Nine hundred two Dice Creations on Etsy, TikTok, uh, Instagrams. I'm a dice maker. If you want to see that cool stuff, please go check it. Uh, we're going to be streaming more on the channel here soon. And we will see you all next week. And uh, think about your... Uh, as, you, as we're coming into the end of the year, think about what you uh, have uh, been... What you've been playing and watching and stuff over the past year. Because so, uh, when we do the end of the year show, we'll be talking about what we've done and stuff. So kind of curious to what you guys out there have been doing as well. So just something to think about. We'll see you next time. Take it easy and goodbye.